The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age, and I've got a frog in my throat, I just noticed. I'm Nick, with me I've got Pup, how you doing Pup? Hey man. Wayne, how are you? Uh, How do you know it's a frog and not a toad? I know what I ate, bro. Oh. And also Cirrus is here, sort of. I mean, the better question is, why aren't you sharing? Oh, screen sharing? I will be just a second. I just want to make sure we got everything. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the toad. I'm talking about the frog. Oh, that's fair. Oh, hey, nice uh, nice mic there, Cirrus. Let me do my impression. Hey, how's, how's that sound, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that, don't you, huh? Oh, he can't. He can't. This is what it. happens when you don't have working internet. Yeah, that's all well and this fine. Is what... <laughs> <laughs> this is what you uh this is what happens when people are putting chemicals in Nick's throat that are turning his freaking frogs gay. <laughs> you got a good Sonic Adventure reference. Why did you eat froggy? Because I want that chaos emerald, bro. When you think about it though, Wallace, if the frog is in his throat, that also means that the frog's penis is in his throat. So technically, yeah, the frog is gay. So you're saying that like Eggman Who says he wants a male frog? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question, Pop. Who says well, it's a male frog? Well, in that case, we've got to talk to your wife, man, because that just ain't right. Jesus. So, uh, today we're going to be talking about Sonic game styles. It's going to be, that, I know it's kind of vague, but we always have fun just kind of comparing the different gameplay styles to the game. Uh, before we go any further, as usual, we appreciate everybody who's supporting us with Super Chats. But just to keep the flow of things going, since we do like to tangent enough as it is, we'll be reading all of them at the end. So, uh, yeah. Keep the lights on here if you'd like. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll give you the time you deserve at the end. Yeah, because this train is really fucking scary in the dark, man. Like, for real. Like, Sunset City Underground, not good. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you guys kind of brought up the the topic yesterday. So I assume one of you guys has a good place to start in terms of, like, how we're going to be approaching this. So, no, I'm good. So... The way the way I see it is, at least with Sonic, there's a few distinct gameplay styles that we've seen so far. We've seen him go full 3D and things like Adventure 06. We've seen more hallway-based gameplay and stuff like Forces and Generations. We've seen actual on-rail Sonic uh, and stuff like the Storybook games. And then, of course, we've seen different variations on 2D Sonic, uh, whether it be in the Genesis or on the uh, on the Game Boy Advance, you know, what have you. Each of these different styles for Sonic has its merits, they have their benefits, and they also have their downsides. And I think every Sonic fan has one style that they prefer more than others. And there's, of course, going to be ones that are going to fight about whether or not you consider the... Uh, the more like three lane hallway type games, fully 3d or not, because technically when you're at a standstill, you can move around in 3d. I understand those are conversations that can happen, but when you're actually in the moment to moment gameplay, the style's very different from an adventure game. So each of these styles, uh, they have their own merits. And I know each of us probably have a preference between each of these styles. I wanted to see what kind of discussion we could get going about 
what we think the merits and drawbacks are of each of these ways we've all played Sonic, which ones we prefer and which ones we probably like the least. Quickly, before we go into that, though, just a bit of a behind-the-scenes thing here, quickly. Yeah. Uh, Nick, are you finding that Cirrus is a little disproportionately loud on your uh, end? Yeah, I'm the rest taking of care us? of it right now. So anybody who is trying to listen okay. to us at different volumes, I apologize. Just be ready to switch your volume around as appropriate. Also, our reactive images are coming back. Yep, I, don't worry. I'm, I'm watching all of it right now. All um, right, sick. So, yeah, so anybody in the chat, if you're noticing anything specifically weird, I just turned down Cirrus. I think we're going to be... I think we'll be okay going forward, but just keep an eye out on all that. I don't know. Daddy Nick, are we going to be okay, man? Is Not this train going to crash? Don't worry. I'm just going out for some milk. I'll be right back. <laughs> He's going to get some milk. Okay, yeah. All right. Here's I don't our... like anything. That's all right. <laughs> and then our Daddy came back with the milk. I really don't Fucking know why I reacted to the so... Milk. Nick milk. No, like how many different milk. I did have like three different services on here. Goodness gracious. Milky Daddy. Oh, he's back with the milk. Milk. Why is why is it still happening? Why is it still why is he still going? What Wallace join me? Milk. No. No. I think I'm good, man. So I know my limits need to join you in that. You need to get hydrated. So boy. I'm gonna some... just shut up. Um as far as the <laughs> gameplay styles are concerned, and I, I know this is just gonna be as predictable as possible, but I think it's important to understand why this is a predictable outlook to have. I think the original gameplay style is about as solid as it gets in terms of Sonic the Hedgehog. And um, any discussion on any differences going forward, I think it's going to be mainly in 3D. But in terms of 2D, there are two different gameplay styles I've noticed try to form I mean, we obviously saw that with Sonic 2 and Sonic CD. And something I don't think enough people talk about with Sonic CD, and I think they were kind of on the path for it, but they, I don't think they really quite got there, is focusing more on the momentum and potentially making more of a puzzle platformer. Like, the way I see, if, like, Nintendo had made Sonic, it would have been, like, a single-screen puzzle platformer figuring out how to get Sonic up with, you know, momentum and, and stuff of that nature there. Um... But outside of that, yeah, obviously they focus more on the speed end of things, and we got what we got, and I think that turned out to be a pretty solid thing to build a basis off of, and I think Adventure, and Adventure 2, at least in terms of Sonic, had a good foundation, but obviously they, they went all, all kinds of places from there, so it's a very basic opinion to have. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for the lukewarm opinion, Nick. We appreciate it. We'll move on. I'm kidding. Oh my no. God. Um, I do. I do think though there is some merit to talk about. Um, there is a distinction when it comes to the 2D Sonic, not just the difference between CD and things like Sonic Two. Uh, there's another Rush. one. Well, I mean Rush as well, but Rush actually kind of leans into one of my one of my conversations. Okay. When we're talking 2D Sonic we do have to note that Sonic designed in four by three and Sonic designed in widescreen have two, di like they feel like the same game, but in one of them, you have a lot more time to react to things in 2d just in general. So I guess it comes down to Nick. Do you, do you think there's a personally, do you think there's enough of a distinction between those two? 
I think it's uh, all it really is is a quality of life improvement at this point. I think it's just an obvious thing you should have if you're going to continue to make it nowadays. I, I really am not going to place the limitations on what we had at the time against it too much because I do still think they built those games with a 4 by 3 aspect in mind. And I maybe it's just because I'm an old man and I grew up playing those. But, I mean, outside of a couple initial playthroughs, the... The badnik placements are pretty predictable. So there are some bullshit uh, traps and stuff like that. Specifically, I'm thinking of Marvel Garden Zone. But outside of mm -hmm. that, um, I think building it in, I know it sounds like it's kind of cheating a bit, but having the the ring, the, the ring health system being as forgiving as it is, um, and just that, you know, the idea that it's built with replaying these levels over and over and over again in mind, I think it's fine as it is, but now that we do have widescreen, I don't see why on earth you would ever go back to it when we don't live in a day and age where it it, it can just be readily available on any kind of thing you're playing on. Yeah, you want so to you don't believe we should get the Sonic the Hedgehog Snyder cut? I'd, I'd prefer we didn't. You want to know something funny is, uh, for a change, I actually kind of agree with Nick. Um, <laughs> that... Um... <laughs> In that I actually, I see it as being like the 30 FPS v 60 FPS kind of debate, you know, where it's like, it is a quality of life improvement. It does, you know, make things a little better, but I never had any issues with it the way it was, if I'm being honest. Like, it's an improvement. It's not a fix, if you get what I'm kind of saying, yeah. there, because it didn't, it didn't need fixing. That's not to say that they can't build levels with the, with the widescreen aspect in mind. I think Mania proved that that's, you know, you can see a lot more of what's happening there, and it just makes for an overall better experience. But again, the core idea of what made those games work was fine, and I really don't think a few more inches of screen space would have saved the game if it if the problem truly was just cheap enemy placement. I I think that is you know that's here and there, but ultimately it's uh, with everything else in just place, it's fine. A quick note on just mobile ports, by the way. Uh, I've got one of those fairly long smartphones, and like <laughs> the form factor goes with it if you play the Sonic mobile ports. So like I get a very, very, very wide screen while playing Sonic, yeah, and it fair. it feels weird, <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, widescreen is nice for Sonic. It's just it is kind of one of those things that in. I would prefer if more games uh, in, in the series, like, if we're going to be revisiting any of them, just do them in fucking widescreen. Like, there's not really a reason to go back to 4x3. I don't know that there is a, a ton of, like, mechanical benefit. I think you guys were kind of saying that it's like it only changes um, how you react to enemy placements so much, although I think it can help. But then again, uh, if it were to get worse, I mean, just look at Sonic Genesis on the GBA. Yeah, that's Screen Crunch Central right there. Yep. But... I, I'm going to say this, like, I love the 16 by 9 just because, you know, it fills up my whole screen, but I, it doesn't change anything. Like, I, I still hit the same bad nicks and stuff. Uh, Metropolis Zone, you know, it doesn't change the fact that the slices are still going to get me because the problem was never that I couldn't see them. The problem is that they just react to me way too You can't quickly. do anything about it. Like, well, you, if you know they're there, because we all know they're there, I still get hit by the stupid things. You have to accept it as an inevitability. Yeah. We also have to point out that, like, when it, when we're talking about screen crunch for Sonic Genesis, Sonic Genesis was or the the GBA port. 
it was designed, the original game was designed with that zoomed out four by three in mind. So I think that there's a, I think it's almost two different types of argument when we talk about crunching that screen in, screen in, which is subtracting from the scope of the original game design versus extending the screen out when like you like, <clears throat> even if I don't necessarily completely agree uh, that it doesn't affect how you react to badniks as much, especially if most of most of us have it down to memory. Um, I think on a first playthrough, while that widescreen does help, the game was, I do at least agree that it was designed with four by three in mind. So it was designed to give you enough reaction time with most enemies uh, with that. But when we do the screen crunch, now we're moving the game far and far and beyond away from its original design scope, just in a really awkward and bad direction. But see, there that's, is that's no the genius that. of that's, that's the genius of Sonic GBA, though, isn't it? They compensated for that screen crunch with a horrific frame rate and slowdown. Quite they brilliant. managed to fuck it all up, regardless <laughs> of whether or not it made any sense. You have but, so uh, much with, time with to react slow down, to everything. You have extra time. <laughs> it's like having the slowdown ability from Secret Rings, only it's much worse. It, it feels like you're trying to like stress it as like a feature, but actually a fun thing that I, I saw on Twitter the other day. Have you guys seen in the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 manual, where it's like, don't jump too many times at once, though, otherwise you might get caught in one of Robotnik's mega traps, which means you have to reset the game. And it's like, they're trying to push a glitch as a feature. Yeah. Uh, God. <laughs> That's so sad. That's obnoxious. <laughs> That's so stupid. Wait, I've never heard of this. What? Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Um, but, like, um, so I think... Um, if we're kind of given uh, our opinions here uh, while talking about the classic gameplay style, I think Sonic Mania proved one thing to me, and it's that, yeah, this gameplay style is timeless. It still works today. It can still be accommodated to new levels, and I think it's still accessible and um, exciting and thrilling and such. Um, now, obviously, you know me. I generally would rather have more 3D Sonic games, but again, that's just a kind of a, a preference thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I, I think, you know, the classic Sonic gameplay style, there's a reason why when Sonic is 2D, they tend to stick to that kind of gameplay style, whether they bugger it up or not. So, um, yeah, uh, what, what say you, Wallace? I mean, I kind of said my piece on it. <laughs> uh, there's, there's only so much further you can go on that sort of thing honestly when i when i talk about gameplay styles i i don't think like exactly the visual format is is really gonna affect it that much yeah uh, nice to have the widescreen um but that doesn't that doesn't uh change the way the game is designed um, i wasn't even talking about the form factor i was talking about the mechanics anymore he was talking about preferences on your you're you're talking into a pillow bro i don't oh god damn it <laughs> He's talking into his Cirrus the Skeptic love cushion. <laughs> He's talking into his own love cushion. Well, I, think... I may have gotten lost somewhere along the way here. Oh, um... Look, I cry into the pillow every night. Is that what you call nowadays? That's, uh, that's what happens when you motorboat yourself. Fantastic. Go on, Wallace. Fucking carry us forward, man. You, you, you hold the torch. I... Uh, mm. So I think I got lost somewhere along the way here because I was like uh, trying to keep up with the uh, the chat log. Um, what was cool. the question? Uh, it wasn't so much a question. It was just we we're kind of discussing the overall gameplay mechanic, kind of just talking about, you know, classic Sonic's gameplay style, basically. 
Well, I mean, it's a tried and true formula, isn't it? It's it's platforming, but with speed and physics. And it's like kind of taking those into a new direction and everything, you know, for its time, it was anyway. And um, some games have really uh, figured out how to take advantage of that. Others didn't. It's I kind of viewed in the same way as uh, you get 2D versus 3D Metroid. Those are two different games that are designed in very different ways. And the way that if you're doing side scrolling versus like 3D exploration, it's going to change the way that you um, you handle progression. It's going to change the way you handle pacing. It's going to affect a lot of these factors when it comes to like 2D Sonic. A lot of it is uh, they they started creating like kind of a uh, a formula there. They they set out rules. It's you stay up top. You go higher into the levels. You're going to start going uh, faster, and and you're not going to be stopped by as many things. You'll probably find new rewards and and shit like that. Uh, versus like I don't see as much of that mentality in 3D Sonic stages. I think the maybe some of the best I've seen are maybe Sonic Adventure 1 and Sonic Generations, where they kind of, like, found their own qualities for what a 3D, uh, you know, Sonic stage should look like. And then, you know, some games just don't really take much advantage of that. I think it's a, yeah, I think at this point, let's, uh, all of us in our own ways have talked about the classic gameplay styles to death. I was just putting down the... It's important to talk about in terms of, like, putting that baseline down, though, because... you got to have that foundation, you know, like... Yeah. Well, I do think it still is important for what has to be discussed in terms of 3D, because as far as I'm concerned, uh, most of the 3D games still have not learned all the lessons they can take from these games, and I'm still waiting to see that, that brilliant, satisfying design brought forward, and I think the best place it has done it in terms of, like, replicating classic Sonic style so far is Sonic Adventure. Because I think more importantly than widescreen, the biggest change that would make would be like changing the perspective of what you're seeing in front of Sonic the Hedgehog. And I think mm. Adventure did that quite well. I think what makes it different though is uh, all the other gameplay styles they brought in with that game. So should we just move on to 3D game I styles? mean, I was thinking, how how should we do it? Should we do it as like a through the ages thing or should we categorize it and do like the 2D gameplay styles and then jump onto the 3D maybe? 2D, then 3D, then... We technically got on rails in the middle of all of that and then yeah, I was ending thinking, on... Like, boy, yeah. I think and we should probably... Interesting... Oh, you go ahead, Pop. I was going to say, I think an interesting direct comparison is looking at like the classic Sonic gameplay style and then looking at the Rush gameplay style as like an evolution of that in a way. I do. Well, I think the only problem there is like, I think chronologically the 2D and 3D games do learn from each other as the series move forward. Okay. Well, in that case, we'll do like a handheld section later on then. Yeah. I, I think it's a, so I think if we keep on, if we keep on 2D, I understand that the the games learn from each other because especially like obviously we took we took Rush in Unleashed from or not the uh, Boost formula came from the Rush series first. Yeah. Um, I understand that, uh, but I do think it is important to note that Rush did something interesting with the two D formula, and that was that it had uh, it had horizontally built levels, but the actual aspect ratio they wanted you to play at was very vertical, which I know that in the... It doesn't add a whole lot to that game in hindsight, but it was an interesting gimmick. 
Okay, how about this? How Should about I make a poll? Now? Should we just do it now? I mean, let's it, make a poll. It, ask the audience. Shall no. we do this chronologically or categorically? I, we're, I think, we're spending too much time talking about how we're going to do this, which we should have done before. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're, we're just, I he's think talking we just talk about Rush, about Rush now. now. Let's just talk about okay. Rush now. Yeah. Okay, so Rush is kind of, yeah, it's actually quite, I, w I wouldn't have even mentioned like the form factor of Rush had you not brought it up. I was just kind of thinking of it as like, uh, where does 2D Sonic go next? How do you rejuvenate and modernize the 2D Sonic gameplay style? The answer, I'd say, is you don't. It's not necessary. However, I do think the Rush gameplay has merits of its own. And wh what's interesting to me is when I play like Sonic Generations 3DS, for example, that features both the classic Sonic gameplay style and the Rush gameplay style. Yeah, I find myself gravitating more towards the modern stages, which have the Rush gameplay style. And I'm not sure why. Because they don't know how to design good 2D Sonic. I'm, I mean, okay, that, what, what I, I mean, <laughs> let's, I don't think the level design is very well done in uh, the modern stages in 3DS either. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get mean about Dimps for a second here. I think as their games went on, their level design just went down the fucking toilet with either their... It's weird. Series. It kind of, it got better and then worse. Like, it's cause, very like, weird. You got, it's very weird, yeah. You've got like Rush One, where the level design is fucking wank, and then you've got Rush Two, where the level design is amazing, and then you've got Colors, where the level design is eh, it's fine, pretty good, it's fine. Well, and, and, then, and we're also ignoring the fact that we've got three Game Boy Advance games before all of that, also Dimps designed. Yeah, and then you've also got Sonic Four thrown into the mix, where they just got everything wrong. <laughs> did Dimps do Sonic Four? Yeah, they did mm -hmm. Sonic 4 with help from Sonic Team. And they also did Sonic 3DS. And uh, I think they did Unleash for Wii, right? Wii and PS3. Uh, they, they assisted with Unleashed on mm. the Wii. Yeah, which, you know. <laughs> yeah. Distance yourself from the project if you must. I That's think... its own thing. We'll, we'll move that to one side and talk about that when we talk about Boost. But, like... Um, yeah, so Rush, the progenitor of the boost style of gameplay and I, the evolution of 2D Sonic. I I mean, I I, mm, I don't think it's better than the classic gameplay. I, I don't think it is either, personally. I'm, I remember enjoying Rush a lot when I was a kid, but I think it's because I had been playing, I had, I had just gotten off the, off the backseat of other Sonic games that had burned me, like Shadow the Hedgehog. So I was like, ah, yes, this return to form. It's wonderful. Oh, okay. Well, eh. my, we've my, got my problem with, uh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Cyrus. I thought your point was done. I was going to say, I think, I, I think my issue with stuff like rush, uh, colors, uh, colors, DS, um, even generations on the three DS. I think my issue with all of them is that eventually we would get mania and we'd have an actual proper 2D Sonic that's running well. Granted, having 2D Sonics that run differently isn't bad. Um, but instead of trying to like evolve the gameplay, I think it's I think 2D Sonic has always worked better when instead of trying to evolve the gameplay, they've just iterated on the gameplay, giving you a little bit more on top of that foundation instead of trying to drastically change things or drastically change the way the levels are built. That that's just that's just my take, and and again, a lot of that does come from playing Rush off the back seat of stuff like Shadow, and I I actually I believe I personally played it after '06 as well, despite release dates. I think unfortunately for Rush, it just it it was kind of let down just by what we were talking about. All these other form, these issues here would be 
Uh, some of the level design got a little shitty. And uh, if we are going to be talking, you know, four by three versus widescreen ratio, I do think it makes a difference when we're talking about a boost button. Um, the, granted, the boost kind of destroys a bunch of stuff that would get in your way. And I think they compensated for that well enough. But at the end of the day, if there was any 2D style of Sonic that really could benefit from a widescreen situation, I would think it would be the Rush formula. And mm. I I think Dimps was onto something, and I do think they made a solid trilogy all together when we consider it, but I think there's a reason why the wider gaming audience doesn't really talk about it a great deal outside like the hardcore Sonic fan base, and it just doesn't leave that much of an impression when I'm over and done with it. And I, I do think that's in a gameplay style that if any of them deserve another chance to really be refined to the point that it could be something truly special, that it would be that. I legitimately keep forgetting that Sonic Advent or Sonic Generations exists for some reason. The 3DS version. Just technically. I mean, it's not that. exactly uh memorable really, is it? I mean, I got an energy from the first Sonic Rush, especially. And I, I feel like Sonic Rush's gameplay style fits that perfectly. It felt to me like this isn't your dad's. <laughs> this isn't Nick's Sonic. Uh, this <laughs> is the, the, the. This is an urban take on Sonic, where he's not running through green hills, but like construction sites, and like he's fucking. He's basically like a parkour master kind of thing, and like everything has that very urban kick to it. Um, and I think you know the boost gameplay goes hand in hand with that, even down to like the Jet Set Radio guy doing the music as well. Um, I think it fits the bill, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's the modern evolution of a timeless thing. So naturally, that modern evolution isn't necessarily going to stand the test of time that the original did, because it was already pretty much perfected. Um, also, for the folks uh, asking, uh, the reason we're not really talking about Advanced so much right now is just because there's not really a different gameplay style to the classic, as far as I know anyway. Um, I mean, okay. Yeah, Advance added like... Advance One added the somersault from the uh, from Adventure Two. I don't I don't know if that really added. I mean, Advance I'd say Advance more Advance Two 3. has Advance Two has that you know you speed up more the more rings you get. But yeah, again, yeah. it's kind of little adjustments. So I guess you know I'll nod to that, but I don't think it warrants its own section the way Rush does. But um, the Rush thing, yeah, as we said, like level design doesn't help that. And I, I found like the form factor as well, especially in Rush 1, like on levels like altitude limit. I was just like, oh God, oh fuck, I gotta go slow because this is a vertical screen and I don't know where the next bloody bottomless pit's gonna be. Um, yeah. I think the, the second one really brought out the potential of the Rush gameplay. But it, the, the comparison I would make is... The Rush gameplay style is great for thrills. It, it releases the dopamine, and that's why I think I revisit it more in Generations. Um, but the classic Sonic gameplay style is more comprehensive and more versatile. Yeah, agreed. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Rush style again, especially since it, I think now that I'm saying it out loud, it is wild. We have never experienced that on a widescreen on any capacity. Are you sure? Pretty sure, yeah, right? Sonic Sonic Colors? I, the Wii game is a 2D game with the boost that's basically Rush. It's in, no man. I, I mean I did I did a no. 90 minute section for that. Like there's a vast difference between Colors DS and, and Colors Wii. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I know what you're getting at, but <laughs> but 
I'll say this before we go any further is, um, okay, so the Colors DS port did change this to, you know, Wisps grant you boost and stuff. I think the tricking system that the Rush games introduced and just kept to themselves is the best method of obtaining boost. I like the idea that Sonic does stunts in the air when he comes off of ramps and such. Great way of doing it, in my opinion. You know, before we go any further with with 3D stuff, um, sorry, what were you saying? I was just going to say, I believe that that actually did get carried over in some of the other games, just very lightly. Yeah, just not not a major emphasis on it, though. But That's where we get, like, the good, great, awesome, outstanding, amazing thing from it's, color. It's definitely not the same, though, because that doesn't grant you boost. It's just you watch Sonic do some funny things while he's flying through the air, Yeah, effectively. Um, I was thinking, also, the first stage of, like, 3D, like, should be isometric i think yeah i mean we're seeing it in our our chats here but yeah i think it's important because it is something that we keep i think all of us keep forgetting about is the isometric sonic game yeah style Um, i think there's a reason intentionally or it was in two (laughs) games let's also not forget this yeah it's in three games it's in three games three oh what's the oh yeah sega sonic isn't it like Mm -hmm. i never played that Sega sonic sonic labyrinth and sonic 3d blast I've heard that Sega Sonic's not bad. And they're all bought well, it, it it's bogged mm-hmm. down by a stupid, stupid gimmick. Um and that would be the rolly ball. I've I've played the actual machine and it's um beautiful. It's it's exciting, but like while you're playing it, you just keep thinking to yourself, like, I get it, like he's a rolly boy and a rolly ball makes <laughs> sense. I wish I had a joystick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that is a point that Ephemeron says is Generations did have the tricking system. I still feel it could have been done better, though, like more freeform. Anyways, beside that, Isometric Sonic. Um, So, yeah, this was, I guess, before 3D was quite as readily kind of understood, because obviously... It was the first attempt at doing this, really, for... I mean, it was... They kept trying. They kept trying so hard to make this work. Their first... Their first attempt at 3D Sonic wasn't even isometric. It was Sonic Extreme, which was that weird fisheye thing, which a lot of people say, oh, it would have been the best Sonic game. It looks like trash, man. It doesn't look good. Yuji Naka was a it dick, looked- but there's a reason why he was protective as he was, but, you know, for everything he created programming-wise, he yeah, knew that game was going to be garbage. It, do- it doesn't look good. I, I don't understand. Like, it- it- I don't see any speed. I don't see Sonic, you know, moving. For- like, Sonic on these round fisheye things... Just climbing around and stuff, just that doesn't tickle the pickle. I'm it afraid. looks like bad Bomberman Hero. That's Sonic's the the screenshots and and the gameplay and everything of Sonic Extreme has always made me think of what if you were playing Bomberman Hero with a migraine? And a bad I'd say it's more. Um, it looked like another bug game to me, and we already had two of those on the Saturn, and I can tell you as a Saturn kid, they weren't great. <laughs> they were not good games. I still wanted it because I love Sonic, and it would have been fun to have that as part of the conversation. I I don't think anybody's actually fooling themselves by saying like this would be the best Sonic game. I think there's just an allure there that we would have gotten a different kind of Sonic because it, the Saturn is just this strange, interesting system that... Yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I'm not the only one out there, but like there's a small Saturn community that just finds everything about it so fascinating. Not not technically maybe the best way to play some games, but it's just, it's just interesting. It's in, yeah, there's a there's a kind of a, a intrigue going about it. Yeah. Like we were so close to getting it, and I could tell you, like, there is still that yearning 
to get Sonic Extreme. Understanding that was probably going to be shit. I could tell you as a child, looking at it, I was like, this ain't it. <laughs> I don't know what this is. This ain't it. Everything felt like a stopgap, and even Sonic Extreme looked like a stopgap. Everybody was waiting for Sonic 64. We wanted to see what he was going to do to contend with Mario. Nobody was so at the same time... Duty. At the same time as Super Mario 64 came out, we did, of course, get Sonic's 3D Blast, which is, like, the main isometric Sonic game that most yeah, people know. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk about isometric, I think this is the this is the one game to really the one to really dig into because it did it did some interesting things. Um, we got kind of a collectathon style Sonic in this, which is not what we would get in earlier games. But I I never really made the connection because I guess for me when I was when I was a kid playing a lot of early 3D games, I didn't recognize collectathon as a as a gameplay style. It didn't really occur to me until, you know, I was older that like, oh, that was that was an early 3D gaming thing. Uh, it didn't occur to me that 3D Blast was actually a collectathon as a Sonic game. You know, it's funny because I actually made the comparison myself that uh, Sonic CD is is kind of a collectathon platformer. Um, just on a 2D plane. In a more optional kind of way, I guess. Yeah. In, in a more optional kind of way. It depends on yeah. how you're playing it, but 3D Blast definitely like does. Yeah, 3D Blast is like, do you want to progress in the level? Collect five flickies. Do it well, now. You yeah, will well, never that, regret. <laughs> that was the thing. Uh, when I was a kid, I, I just kind of thought, because you're collecting flickies in that game, and I had played flicky for the Genesis, and I was like, oh, oh, so it's the same idea. It's it, You're playing flicky, but a Sonic. Yeah. There are things um, that I I think... never made that connection before. Yeah, Wayne, that's exactly how it is. Holy shit. There are certainly elements to this where I can kind of see some form of method method to it, like um, in that, like, oh, a part of the thing with Sonic is, you know, your reward is you get to move forward and ha make the use of Sonic speed and everything. And, you know, things, obstacles get in Sonic's way and it frustrates the player, but it motivates them to go further. The problem with that is in the classic games, these obstacles stopping Sonic's progression were little motor bugs that you could dispose of really quickly. The obstacles preventing Sonic from moving forward in 3D Blast are gated, and it takes ages to fucking get through that. Like, I think with Sonic, Collectathon and Mandates does not work. It just demotivates the player. And this is how we talk about Shadow the Hedgehog. We're not talking about that right now, but this is literally just <laughs> we'll the... We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> the idea... it's, the, it's the same idea, executed just as badly. Yeah, and 3D being as unique as it was, if uh, the whole gimmick was, hey, now you can move Sonic in all kinds of directions, we need a reason for him to be all over the map as opposed to just, you know, the straight, straight A to B objective. And yeah, collecting flickies was their way it's to do an, that. It's an overcompensation, though. Like, I, I think when I play... When I three when I play 3D Blast, I think there is something to this. They, they did get Sonic's movement pretty nice here. And, like, there are elements... To this that work but when i think of it i think gosh i wish these levels weren't so stacked and they weren't like these mazes and shit i wish that it was just a 2d sonic game effectively but with the camera over the shoulder and maybe a little path going left and right you know like they have the upper and down path you know but like obviously i think back then there was kind of this uh need to justify 3d movement I and I, I I'm I'm in complete agreement with you there. I think their priorities were a little skewed. I think there's a reason why, uh, when Game Hunt 
Game Hut, you know, the dude who worked on the game, came out with a director's cut of it and just completely removed the need to collect all the flickies. There's a reason for that. The level should compel you on its own. You shouldn't need that much. Not to say that you can't have good collectathons. I think Banjo Kazooie proved that that's a, that's a solid way to do it. Mario 64 went and did it by just like the stars are the goals. That's all it is. Yeah, it's not really it's, a it doesn't suit. Yeah, it doesn't suit Sonic. Like A to B stuff is intrinsic to Sonic. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there is something to be said if Sonic if if Sonic had actually done a Mario sixty four here because Mario sixty four did the collectathon thing by by being A to B. It put the stars as the B location in so, every level. Do we think that would have worked here? To interrupt you real quick, because I know if we had Gilly on, yeah. he would be making um he would making an argument on what a collectathon actually means. And I think there's an important mm -hmm. distinction to make there. Because when we're talking about the stars, yes, you do have to collect a certain amount of stars to progress through the castle. But the point of the star is that you have to do something to earn that star. You're not just running around the level collecting as many stars as you can, then leaving. You have to do something. Yeah. Like it's like it's a level the levels are hub worlds within themselves. Like you just have to do a certain objective. And yeah, some of them are as simple as like find the star and get it. But other times you have to race Koopa the quick or you have to collect all the red coins. They give you something else to do. It's a very layered system on there. And it was, it, I still can't get over how good that fucking game is even today. But um, they, um, they made a Sonic game where like the whole idea is you do some odd jobs for Sonic's friends, which require you to run through these fun locations, and then you get a little prize for doing so, which unlocks the next bit. That's not so bad. And That's they, okay. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, too, because I have a, we have a certain character we're going to talk about very soon where I feel like they could very easily build upon that particular idea, and I think guys probably already know what I'm talking about. But before we get to that, is there anything else you guys want to say? about isometric sonic and we haven't even touched labyrinth well labyrinth is that but worse <laughs> it's, it's that except they fucked up the movement and like if if 3d blast missed the point labyrinth fucking like it didn't just miss the point it straight up fucking forgot they the literally point. added in a plot reason that sonic couldn't run fast as an excuse i don't think we need to talk about labyrinth i think we I, do I, I think we do I I uh I played Labyrinth when I was a kid for like about ten minutes and then I never touched it again. I yeah I was gonna ask you guys how much of Labyrinth have you actually played? Any of us here? My my experience mirrors Wayne about ten minutes. Three levels and I guess that might be ten minutes because the levels aren't particularly long. The <laughs> the thing with it is it'll be one thing if Sonic just didn't move very fast, but he moves excruciatingly slow. I've I've heard people make the defense of. Uh, okay, as as a standard game though, let's say it's not Sonic and like you know moving fast isn't really an issue. It's still excruciatingly slow. Like, and and I'm also sorry, but like I don't kind of vibe with the whole it's a good game, it's just not a good Sonic game thing in this case anyway. Uh, it's kind of either good or it's not, you know. And there's nothing here. Well, that's that's it's the thing. I wanted to say. I mean, if we're gonna keep rambling about Sonic Labyrinth, this is why I don't talk about it a whole lot. Because until I have more than 10 minutes under my belt, I don't really think I have... It's really up to me to give an opinion on it one way or another, but I do think it does have that idea I was talking about earlier where if you took Sonic in a more of a puzzle platformer direction as opposed to just being focused on the speed, and I wonder if that's the case. I don't know, because I don't have that much 
experience with it either. I've got a couple levels under my belt. And unfortunately for anyone anyone who's listening who's like, yo, but what are you going to talk about with Sonic Labyrinth? I do think it is different enough from 3D Blast that it, it does deserve its own discussion, but I'm not going to pretend like I've given it enough fucking time to do that. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll, take the, I'll take the keys over the flickies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> There's less of them for starters. The, the thing about the flickies as well, It'd be one thing if we're going back to this again. It'd be one thing if you you know you got them and you kept them, but every time you get injured, you lose them. And secondly, some of those fuckers bounce around and make you chase them. Like, look, I don't have time for your fucking games, kid. It's get the ring here. mechanic, isn't it? Though, like, except you have to track down your, you know, your yeah. Lost but loot. like sometimes they really just fuck off, and then it's like, <laughs> oh god, there's no there's no bad nicks around. I got no idea where this thing is. I'm exploring the entire fucking level. Meanwhile, the thing's moving around. And I'm just like, dude. Like, this is worse than the fucking bubble breath dragonflies from fucking Spyro 4. Get the fuck back in me so I can progress. It did bring in something that does become pivotal to 3D Sonic, though. Homing attack. It, mm. As a shield. As a shield. Well, let's, let's, let's not be dismissive about it. That's still the, the where it started. The split started as a shield, too, though. Like... It's it's fine for it, it's fine for it starting out as a shield. A lot yeah. of other Sonic attacks start out as shield. No, yeah, no, I, I get it, I get it. Like it, it was a it was a good mechanic. The homing attack is just as important as the spin attack and uh, spin dash in terms of Sonic history, I'd say. And um, I don't know. I think about this in the spin dash a lot, especially when you know there is the argument. I mean, our friend Stuart has made the argument that he likes Sonic One better because you have to earn that momentum. And, you know, you have to actually figure that out in the environment itself as opposed to just be given that to you freely and then evolve that into the boost mechanic where you don't even need to, you know, stop somewhere and rev up or anything. You just get going. But I don't Do you think it's about time we just talk about Sonic Adventure? Yeah, I mean, I'm always down to talk about Sonic Adventure. I did, um, <laughs> you know, we keep talking about this, like, collect-thon platformer sort of thing. And we're talking about like a 3D like sort of style of that, something kind of Banjo-Kazooie, Mario 64 and, and everything. Maybe we put a pin on this for another day, but it's got me thinking that might be what I'm hoping for out of Frontiers. I got a whole video planned on on that. Yeah. OK, OK. Hit me up. <laughs> well, um, I, I, mean, I think we're going to have to just talk about a certain character in this game specifically because I've I've said it on the show I've said it in videos specifically about him and yeah I'll, we'll talk about Knuckles in a minute what do you guys think of Sonic though <laughs> so I think in, in Adventure while I prefer a lot of the levels in Adventure 2 I do think that Adventure got Sonic's control and gameplay style down better in full 3D then we would get in anything else in terms of like the freedom to kind of sandbox around with Sonic. And on the one hand, I get it. It has hub world. So of course you need to have a little bit of that, but there's a lot of things like the jumping spin dash that are just in this game and executed better in this game than we would get in any other game. And I kind of hate that. Um, but I do like the fact that in this game, at least, because all the levels are designed to accommodate Gamma, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, Big, um, because they're built to accommodate all of that, they also tend to be built a little more open uh, than the more linear type of Sonic levels we would get with almost every game going forward. 
So we actually got a nice sandbox to play around with this really loosey goosey. Uh, well, it's not really loosey goosey, more just like freeform style of 3D Sonic. Um, I understand that this is a a whole 3D section, but Adventure Sonic and Adventure 2 Sonic handle what 3D Sonic is on two completely different levels. I know if it's been said before. I'm thinking about like to other content creators. I I know Chowmix has pointed out, and it still is blowing my mind. Like I have to go test this out for myself. He's like, you know, Sonic plays exactly the same as he does in Adventure One. The animations are just different. It's the same thing, and it, it, it never felt like that to me. And I think that comes down to level design more than anything in some else. ways he's right, in some ways he's wrong. If you do yeah. a turn in Sonic Adventure One, he'll maintain that same speed. He'll just dart off in a different direction. Whereas in Sonic Adventure Two. He'll slow down when he makes a turn, and the reason being is because the levels are not quite as open. They want to generally keep you more to a certain path. Um, whereas if you had Adventure 1 Sonic running through, say, those little half-pipe thingies in the forest level, he'd be all over the place. He'd be slipping, sliding around everywhere. So Adventure 2 Sonic, they tightened um, him up by making him slow down when he turns. Um, and that's just something you're either going to roll with or not, but... Um, yeah, in terms of, okay, Sonic Adventure 1. Um, Sonic had a rough transition to 3D is absolute bollocks because of this gameplay style. Now, yes, it has its bugs and its technical hitches, as did every 3D game of that time, pretty much, uh, or every first attempt at 3D. I think out the gate, Sega got 3D Sonic right with Sonic Adventure 1. It, putting technical hitches and stuff aside, that gameplay fundamental, the philosophy, is dead on what I want a 3D Sonic to play like. And not only that, he's versatile. Like like Cyrus said, you know, you can handle open environments and such, and those open environments can also accommodate for other characters and other play styles as well. I think, you know, there's definitely a masterstroke there um, in terms of Venture One's gameplay, even if I prefer other games. That's my two cents anyway. When we talk about 3D Sonic, and specifically, that's a hard word for me today, uh, Sonic Adventure, and we're going to be talking about different play styles, are we going to be considering Sonic on his own and all these characters on his own, or do we also need to discuss the idea of multiple playable characters? All that, I think, can be world? a footnote. I think we should kind of talk about Sonic gameplay styles as in, like, kind of what how they could be applied later on i guess kind of in a productive way and it's like i i i don't know i think we can kind of make the argument of should there be other gameplay styles in sonic it's kind of a discussion of its own that can maybe be a footnote maybe i mean if we're talking about different play styles i think a lot well, of those discussions comes down to just even the differences between sonic adventure one and two right like when people ask for sonic adventure three what are they asking for specifically are we asking for I, deeper plots? People to the Adventure 1 style, the Adventure 2 style. I, I, um, I look at the idea of people asking for a Sonic Adventure 3 the same way that I view people who are begging for a Kingdom Hearts 3 and were somehow disappointed with what they got. I don't think people are looking for the game Sonic Adventure 3. I think they're looking for the title, just like with Kingdom Hearts. I don't know about that, though, because Sonic 4 kind of proved that like out of the water like <laughs> it is important that they get it right beyond the naming convention no I... no that's that's what i mean though is that like kingdom hearts 3 was kingdom hearts 3 but people were acting like it it wasn't i i don't i don't know what people's fucking expectations were but it's a it, it was 
it, you know, never mind. That's that's not the whole fucking discussion. And I get it's... nothing but defense for that game. Anytime I critique it, I I did not like Kingdom Hearts three whatsoever. Oh, oh, Kingdom Hearts three has problems. But what I'm saying is that a lot of people are saying that uh, it, it was it was only let down because of the hype and that it was um it, it, this, that or the other. There, there's a whole mentality there, and I think people would have that with Sonic Adventure Three, where it doesn't matter what they make at this point. It's not the, it's it's more the the name that people are looking for. I don't think they're thinking that deep about what the actual mechanics and everything. It's, it is I suppose it's the Duke Nukem. It's the Duke Nukem Forever problem. I suppose yes. to them it matters more that they made it than it does the quality of it. But like, let's put yeah. it this way: if I were to say I want a Sonic Adventure Three, which I do, I I, I would be thrilled if we got a Sonic Adventure Three. I'd kind of want it to be kind of in the Sonic Adventure 2 gameplay style for Sonic and with some quality life improvements. And as for the rest of the characters, like Knuckles and stuff could move the way he does in SA2, but I'd like him to have that A to B level structure rather than collecting Chaos Emeralds because just, I don't know, I can't think of anything more boring, frankly, than fucking searching for Emerald Shards. But um, like, yeah, the Sonic Adventure 1 gameplay style, kind of bring it back to that, like... I, I think it is good for Sonic to be able to handle wider environments the way he can. And I think it is, um, it's one of those things where it's like, I would say kind of on paper, I prefer the Sonic Adventure 1 style of adventure gameplay to 2 in that, you know, he is a bit more versatile. But at the same time, that does come at the cost of the thrill factor. I would be lying if I said that Sonic Adventure 2 wasn't the much more thrilling game, hence why I tend to rate it above the first one. I don't know anyone's thoughts on that, but it's kind of like the thrills versus freedom, I guess. I just I thought mean, the I first gameplay better. Yeah, for me, um, when like uh, a, a pretty good amount of those of those games comes down to the mech stages and the treasure hunting stages, I think it's the antithesis of thrill, but you do you. I mean, there's the fun of blowing shit up, you know, as Tay was like making explosions happen. So here's, well, I mean, this is why I was asking about Sonic Adventure Three because Pup, you're saying that you want to kind of focus more on Sonic and then like leave the other characters as a footnote. But when I ask you about Sonic Adventure Three, you immediately brought up Knuckles. Well, yeah, because like I, I would like, I, I, I kind of feel like when I said it as a footnote, it's like we'd get to that, and I'd say like am I in favor of having multiple playable characters or not? I think, you know, I'm I'm in favor of it. Just, you know, don't lose that A to B objective structure. I guess that's what I'm getting at, though, is when we talk about Sonic playstyles, we, we need to discuss because it is such a confusing thing. This is the problem with 3D Sonic. It's not that the transition was rough. Transition was fine. Sega just didn't know what the hell to do once they got there. And Yeah, they just need to keep it focused up. It needs to be straightforward a to b moment to moment gameplay and so, just make a lot of it so when i think about the 3d stuff though and i think a, a big issue people have nowadays is where the other playable characters are and if they came back what kind of role would they play and that does lean dangerously close into what sonic the franchise should be in 3d but let's just focus it back on the the uh adventure for right now um I've I've said it a hundred times and I'm in complete agreement with a lot of you guys here. I've I really like how Sonic feels. I like the level layout. I like that it, it really does feel like a journey. Um um uh, M Bandy's in the chat here and his again, his brilliant video comparing boost versus adventure. I think the biggest problem of it would be um 
he feels much better, like, moment to moment, but, like, at top speed, he's just willy-nilly and uncontrollable, and he's just, like, smacking against uh, whatever tube he's going down. Um, <laughs> and I think Boost tightened that up a little bit, um, just, like, keeping that turning a little, a little tighter, and... I think that's like my only issue with early 3D Sonic. The rest of it, it really felt like a satisfying evolution. Like that's what I consider an evolution. Like how do we uh, reinterpret the classic gameplay in, you know, with the Z axis involved? I think Sonic was nailed just fine. And I don't know why they didn't continue down that particular path with his character uh, gameplay style. But outside of that, um, the other characters... I really miss how Knuckles felt in those games. I just wish they changed up his objectives a bit. He felt good. He felt really, really good. And like it justified punishing. His turning was amazing as well. Like He could move at a top speed, but he could also turn really well. So, like, I, 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 I've said this a thousand times, and I'll say it again. I think if Knuckles had been built as a proper collectathon character instead of, like, locate these three things via hide and seek i probably would have enjoyed uh playing as him a lot more because you're right he feels good to play in both adventure one and two like he yeah. feels great but outside of that um uh, wayne mm -hmm. fishing so let me tell you <laughs> why we need an entire Big the Cat game that is all about a, uh, a platforming fishing game and why it's going to be the best game in the series. First so, of all... He's not Scott the Waz, you... he's Aaron Weber. Got it? <laughs> so... <laughs> I want him to have the hat. I want I want you to be able to collect a bunch of different hats that all say different things. Like, you know, uh, men uh, men fear me. Uh, women give me chaos emeralds and fish <laughs> get in my goddamn net. I want him to to have a shirt that, <laughs> that says fear me. What? Women love me, fish fear me me fear me and then he's just running <laughs> around this big tumble art just like it's i just want i just want uh that this game and it's not gonna say big the cat on the box it's gonna say your dad the game and you're gonna run around <laughs> all these different locations it's gonna be like sonic generations but it's locations that everybody loves you're gonna go to freaking pumpkin hill and you're gonna like fish up some bone fish and stuff so it's gonna be great but froggy's lame. there along with him the entire time so and they're gonna just gonna get yeah this is about different gameplay styles not whatever the fuck this is this is a video of its own man like, you gotta make this that's the, it, there's a good picture you gotta there. make it so I, I can't watch it no but like right now <laughs> yeah like we're being we're being subjected to this without our prior consent man like that is to say, uh, fishing as an idea, uh, when you're bringing that into games that generally revolve around something else entirely, take Ocarina of Time for an example. Um, it's fun to have it there, but it should never be mandatory. I feel the same way about Big the Cat. I do like the Big the Cat play style, but given how different it is, not only in like its, um, its flow and everything, that is a completely different pacing of gameplay. And when you're building, you know, Again, Sonic is taking, uh, you know, these pre-established platformer ideas and then it's kind of building on that. You can even argue that, um, like, Gamma is a pretty quick, quick on his feet uh, little robot, um, but he's blowing stuff up along the way. 
uh, Sonic, uh, Tails, Knuckles, they can all be fairly speedy. Uh, even Amy, uh, while she does slow down a bit, there's only so much of that that's sacrificed. Big is in a, a whole different ballpark. As much as I love him and as much as I'm an apologist for that gameplay style, it really should not be something that is required to get the perfect ending in that game. And I think it kind of shows that there needs to be a little bit more forethought if you're going to be doing extra play styles, if you're going to be doing extra characters that all play differently. It needs to either be more cohesive or it needs to be completely optional. It's almost as oh if that would work really good in a big open world. <laughs> <laughs> I want this. Would you, would you say it would work really well on a frontier? I would, and I think all of us need to to talk a little bit more after the show because I've had this video idea for a while, and it sounds like we all need to work on it together. Yeah. Um, kind of just um, thinking about this though is like intrusive playstyles entering the fray, and it kind of gets me thinking about Werehog, and it's it's one of those instances where it's like I liked it for what it was worth, but please don't do that again. Um, I kind of just had a thought, and I kind of just realized I could fix the entire Sonic franchise here. We all could. Don't... There's... I, I think no, but hear me out. Yeah, go for it. Say, Sega, don't make a new gameplay style. Use one that works, and then, right, just literally rip the old code from that, okay? Fucking recycle that shit. All the people you employ from here on out should be level designers. So you have a big old crew of level designers to make a fuck ton of levels. So that way we can have a Sonic game, which is just the moment to moment gameplay we know and love. But there's a fuck ton of it, like eight hours worth of it. You don't need to pad it out with fishing and werehogs and stuff. Just get a lot of level designers in really inventive types to make a fuck ton so, of levels. Let's let's get into the future of Sonic and what we want to be in later on. Let's get back to the focusing on the different playstyles here because obviously <laughs> we're going to have to take a lot of time with Adventure and Adventure 2 specifically because that is where they introduced, I'd say, arguably the most different gameplay styles altogether in one go. I think for the most yep. part, they work pretty, pretty well, but like Wayne and Puppet have both been saying, I'm in complete agreement, um... All, uh, not all of it should be mandatory and shouldn't be as intrusive as it is. And that mm. brings me to the genius that was uh, setting up the child garden the way they did. Yep. Do you consider that a gameplay style or just an extra option? I, 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 consider, I, I consider it optional. Yeah, yeah. it's optional. Um, and I would still consider that a, a gameplay style. Um... I mean, it kind of changes is, how you go through. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it it's something. It, it incentivizes, but it's kind of genius. Like it is, it is an extra mode to be sure. But it is like the it does act as achievements and trophies do, right? It gives you incentive to go back how and you play yeah. the levels, though. It changes like, how so you like, interact with the rest of the game. Because when you are when you're going through City Escape, uh, and you're trying just to get a high score, you're going for speed. You're going to be knocking out. Certain enemies, um, probably going for the gold, the gold beetle, uh, and you're just going to be pushing through with that. That's that's going to be what you're doing. You're trying to do it quickly, but if you are trying to get stuff for the Chow Garden, ignoring exploits you can do in the game to get infinite rings or anything like that, you are going to be going through City Escape, trying to get over 300 rings, not taking any damage, and you're going to be selecting the locations you go to based on the animals or 
because animals are better than chaos drives for that game. You're going to be selecting where you're going in the level based on the animals you want to grab. You're going to be going to City Escape if you want a unicorn. You're going to be going to, to Pumpkin Hill if you want half fishes and skeleton uh, dogs. You're going to be selecting where you go based on what you need to farm. And as you go through those levels repeatedly, you will begin to get a photographic memory of every inch of every one of those levels. Because for you to get all of those the things you need, you're going to need that. If you want to know how to get gorillas quickly to level up power on Chow, you're going to need to go to Mission Street and whistle near a pipe in the beginning of the level. Those are things that you're going to organically figure out because you're going to be stuck in a position going, I want these and I want them fast. How do I get these things fast? And it does change. It was a smart... Yeah, sorry, go on. Well, I, I do think it's... um, It is one of those weird evolutions or a different way to take on you know replayability as opposed to this is just really hard and you just have to figure it out like die and die and die again until you figure out what the hell you're doing there's a lot of that in adventure 2 specifically i, I do think there's there's a definite difficulty challenge but i do think even with that in place there is that extra layer on top of it of a more positive extra thing you don't have to do it but it's going to be very rewarding if you do invest your time into it and i, I was thinking of though is they seem to have forgotten how good of a way of doing that that was because like fast forward to the future and your incentive for replaying levels and exploring nooks and crannies now is fucking red star rings it's like that's a big old backstep right there it is i think if they had layered it on top of it it would have been fine um i do have my issues with the chow garden but i do think it was one of those things that needed further refinement um because it made more sense when it initially was like, you can just take these things anywhere. So it's like an extra thing you can do. But now that we have cell phones, it really should be, well, we're getting into another, like how we can evolve it's it from there. Something I was thinking of is like the train of thought that comes, particularly with Sonic Adventure 1 is like, okay, we got you guys a, a 3D Sonic game with the high speed gameplay you guys know and love. Great. A uh, little short though, isn't it? Yeah, don't worry. We got, we got hub worlds for you. You can explore. Oh, that's awesome. And a chow garden where you can have your own pet. No fucking way. And tails races. Awesome. Okay. And treasure hunting. Wait, hang on. What? And there's a fucking robot that shoots shit. It's like, uh, uh, all right. And fishing. I, I don't want that. <laughs> that's sonic adventure like it's they've got a train of good ideas and it runs out at a certain point and it's like okay that would be enough and i, I do think sonic's story alone in sonic adventure one is not quite as short as i think people make it out to be it's definitely not like forces short that's for sure it's a, uh, i'd if, say it's a it's about a two to three hour romp yeah it's longer than forces at least <laughs> and then top tails on top of the three hour romp pop tails on top of that and a chow garden and the final story and then you've got yourself a pretty decent game well now that we're kind of sort of teasing some different gameplay styles um do you guys think that gamma needs to be explored again in terms of gameplay style i know the story is beloved but i'm thinking about that and i'm thinking about the tales and eggman mechs um i, I would yeah. like to see it again with omega I, I would like to see, uh, yeah, definitely, with Omega, but more the, the speed and pacing of a uh, Gamma level than, say, the mechs from SA2. So I'm going to kind of pull this back to SA3 for a second. Um, it's one of those things where I would like to see a mech shooting level in there with Tails and his little mech, but have it just be one singular level, just one level in the bunch. The rest is pretty much, you know, 
the stuff you've come to expect. I'm fine with these things being in there as long as they're kind of done quickly, short and sweet, you know? It's one of those things, right? If they said, oh, there's a bonus level where you can play as classic Sonic in 2D, it's like, okay, fine. I don't need it to be this deeply rooted mechanic within the game, you know? I do think they kind of explored it a couple times in the future after SA2, though, didn't they? I'd be like, Shadow certainly had some... He had some stuff. Yeah. He had some stuff in Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, I almost so I feel guess... like that was them trying to merge a lot of the gameplay styles into one character, and it didn't quite pan out the way they wanted to. I think um, it behooves us to kind of see things like the Shadow the Hedgehog and Sonic Heroes as modifications to the Sonic Adventure gameplay style in a bid to keep it fresh. Because the general moveset is kind of the same. It's just they've bolted extras onto it. In the case of Shadow, you've got the guns and the the, the, the tanks and shit. And then in the case of Heroes, you've got your two additional characters. So what I, would you guys say? Like, I'd say Heroes is an entirely different game style, man. I'm say, uh, What I'm thinking is, like, if you look at Sonic by himself, like, look at him alone, like... He jumps, he does the homing attack, he runs, he he does all that great shit. He's got the light speed dash. That is effectively adventure, except... Now, this is the part where I don't recognize it as a different gameplay style. I just see it as a massive downgrade. Is Sonic's acceleration in Sonic Heroes. Um, yeah, you would say... I guess one could say, like, oh, yeah, he moves way faster, so it's kind of different, but it's like... I don't know, it's just... It's the same thing, but, like, unbearably fast now. It's the same thing, but worse. You can make that argument kind for of the games being an evolution of the adventure style, though. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, what I'm, oh, what I'm saying is... There's a lot is, of getting there. Yeah, what I'm saying is um, I do think Heroes deserves its own playstyle discussion. Uh, but before we, we get to any of that, I miss Amy a lot. Her 2D and 3D. I thought the hammer physics were really good. Like, not quite there. But I thought they were like on the verge of like making it incredibly satisfying. I love the running smack jump into the air. I love that move. I would love that, but add like uh, while she's spinning around in the air, make it so that she can just pile drive down. Yeah, like, just like yeah. God, you could make her such a great and fun character to play as. I would say make make Amy like the werehog effectively. I was about to say, just like make Amy the make Amy the beat em up character. Like you, you hop in Amy's shoes, and it's like, all right, it's but time then to there's, brawl. Then there's the question: Is why is the Werehog not okay? But suddenly we want to play as Amy, you know? Because I don't think they play the same. I think there's a lot more physics in terms of how you control Amy, as opposed to just tapping in a bunch of buttons and doing timed attacks. And yeah, a lot of it comes down. down to <laughs> A lot of it comes down to execution. When you look at when you look at the Werehog, and this is coming from somebody who didn't mind the Werehog personally, um, I don't think the Werehog is executed well. It's not executed with the same kind of finesse as a No More Heroes or a Bayonetta or a God of War type of game. Um, despite it trying to emulate those games, it's not a matter of why is this mechanic that is similar to X thing okay here when this mechanic that sounds the same on paper is over here when you're ignoring level design and execution that's there on top of it, is it fun to move around with the werehog? Not really. He feels like I'm playing a rock on a slip and slide. The combat is okay, but the combat's based off of a very trimmed down God of War combat system. If you took Amy with her hammer as a, as a movement option, 
just a I quick think... yeah just a quick question from a werehog shill though have you played the 360 and ps3 versions i mean i've played those as well at a friend's house have you because i i find that and and this is something that i still kind of consider a point of critique once you've got your Werehog relatively upgraded, there are some really fun combat moves in there that do feel really, really good to do. And it's one of those things where I was like, I, I revisited Unleashed on a full save file, replayed some Werehog levels, like, holy fuck, these are actually amazing. What was my issue? Right. And then when I've started and a new game, I've been like, oh, that was the issue. That makes sense. And this is where we get into the like the type of the type of discussion we would have in talking about like Sonic Secret Rings. This is the same issue Secret Rings has. Secret Rings is a wonderfully fun game once you have all your upgrades. Twenty hours in. Yeah, my main thing with the Werehog is just like <laughs> it do, it doesn't it it shouldn't really be there. Like Sonic gameplay should always be speed oriented, moment to moment. And it's just like the Werehog, it, yeah, it's fine, but I don't want them doing it again, and I don't want them doing basically a similar kind of skeleton blueprint thing, but this time the hedgehog's a pink girl with a hammer instead of a stretchy werewolf. I just don't think, think Amy it... plays like the Werehog. I don't think she does either, but I think to get Werehog, uh, not Werehog, Amy's hammer play fun, it needs to kind of feel a bit Werehogian. I, well, I politely disagree with that, and I don't think the Werehog should be completely thrown out either, regardless of my critiques of it, um, and maybe we'll get back to that a little bit later, but just in terms of Amy, I really liked not so much the moment-to-moment the -moment combat. I don't really think she needs combo-based combat as much as um, I liked her because it played with Sonic physics in a different way. It felt like there were two different focal points for the weight being Amy herself and then the the hammer it felt like weird as it sounds bear with me and it could just be me like misremembering things but it almost feels like a tightened up version of chaotix in a weird kind of way where you have to focus on two different points of of weight and they have that horrible magical ring there. And we completely skipped Chaotix, by the way. I completely forgot about that. Um, That's more of a variation of the classic gameplay, to be fair, just with a new... But gimmick. every one of these are variations. Boost gameplay well, is an evolution of adventure. But is that really its own gameplay style in that... Uh, hang on, let, let me let me dial this back here a second. Um, okay, let's talk about Chaotix. <laughs> we, we will in just a second. But just in terms of Amy, I... You do have to think about... I wish we had M. Banda here. He'd be able to explain game physics a little bit better than I can here, especially off the top of my head. But it just... The way you moved around with her, it wasn't just like it all came from like a little spin ball or anything like that. You just had to use the weight of the hammer or the force of the hammer to shove her around. And I think there's an evolution there that really could work. And I, I think that's that slept on pretty hard, especially when I consider how she played both in 2D and 3D, like it went back and forth between each other quite well. And I don't know if you could really say the same thing for like uh, Gamma or, I mean, I guess there could be an easy enough 2D uh, fishing game, but good. I I think Amy's yeah, I, really good. A 2D Gamma section would just be like a Metal Slug game at that point. <laughs> um, <laughs> though, okay, so quick suggestion before we talk about Chaotix. So... We agree that, that one of the things about Amy is that she uses the hammer for the movement and momentum, and that's the thing that makes it interesting. That's in my opinion, yeah. So, as a quick idea, 
what if we had Attack on Titan, but of course the Titans are giant Eggman robots, and Amy is having to navigate around the environment using her hammer to get the uh, to get high in the air to get to the nape of the robot next. You know what that also kind of sounds like to me? Like mm. Fast Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> I mean, that's we might that be getting that. Is, we might be getting that. that. Actually, is what a. Uh, what attack on titan is it's fast shadow of the colossus i don't know if you've seen the series but it is that in more ways than you think i've i've seen the first two seasons and yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i know where the story yeah. goes yeah yeah <laughs> okay so um a quick point on um i guess chaotix um i think like it's like you know the sonic gameplay style is all about running you're having a good time running, but it's like, okay, you're going to do that, but it's like a one-legged race where, you know, it's like at the school fair where you got the kids and they've got their leg tied to another kid's leg, and now suddenly you're just stumbling around like a fucking idiot. Like, that's the fucking chaotic for me as far as I'm concerned. I think it's a very confused design, and I think it's, again, one that, that weird mixture that 2D Sonic always kind of had where it was like, it almost feels like it's trying to be a puzzle platformer and the other one's trying to be a high speed platformer. And I I think obviously you saw that clash in a very awkward way in chaotix. I only really wanted to bring it up just uh, in the sense that do you guys feel like there's anything worth salvaging or improving on with the, the, the springy weighty um, using two characters at once dynamic they had going on in that game. I would I think. Oh, go on, Bob. Oh, okay. I was going to say for a party mode multiplayer thing where it's just like, ah, we're so shit at this kind of thing. Like, yes, but as a main mechanic for a game, definitely fucking not. I think I'm with you there. I think there's a way to refine it to make a, uh, to make a son, to make an experience closer to what they were trying to get with Sonic Heroes but the other character actually feels like they're there with you. But I don't know how you would marry those principles without breaking something. I think Amy is a, a good way to look at that if you needed two, you know, points of weight and physics to deal with. Outside of that, yeah, I think Mania probably had the best solution there in terms of we're just making it tails again, kind of, sort of. I don't know. I it just just yeah. binding them together just goes against the very fundamental idea of speedy Sonic gameplay. So yeah, probably best. What's the new dead. Wallace? Wallace, you got anything to add? What about Chaotix? Yeah, I've never played it. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I I'm gonna say this straight up. Um, Bungle. In, in with the adventure gameplay style, definitely bungle in 06, because 06 is literally the adventure gameplay style just buggered up. Yeah. I mean, the mock speed zones, inspired idea, poor execution, fixed in the Chaos X remake, I think. But, like, yeah. And how about, like, different gameplay styles, but they just hijack the fucking level you're already in? Not not the best way to do it. I did not like that. And what's the play deal? Hail? Did you want to... Did you want to play his tales in the middle of Wave Ocean with the ring bombs from Heroes that you probably forgot he had in that game? No. I didn't hate the narrative thing of, like, in mid-level, one of Sonic's friends might have to help him out and you had to play as the friend. Like, I don't mind that. That's a bit of in-level storytelling. Why not? But again, it's just, like, none of the gameplay styles were refined. It's like, oh, boy, I gotta get used to this fucking terrible gameplay style now. 
Well, yeah, I think the I I think adventure executes that way better. Where like if you want to have the parallel stories happening, where different Sonic friends have to help them in the levels, that's cool. But you could always just have them have their own stories where you play as those sections there. Well, I think the structure of the Amigo system is actually a very smart way of doing it, where it's like, rather than have a story for Sonic, a story for Tails, a story for... and them getting entire levels to themselves, you just have them at little intervals sprinkled throughout as part of the narrative. I think that's actually an improvement, so good job, 06, for doing that. Well, I think it still needed to go a little bit further, though. I'd say, like, marry those two ideas and find some compromise, since there is this gargantuan open world there. If the loading stuff... If the loading wasn't such a... If they just finished the game... um, Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm referencing this. 3D Blast, where you find your your, uh, buddies on the level, like the over... the overlay, over map, whatever the fuck it is. And they take you to a special stage. Like, what if you just went and tracked Tails down in the kingdom, and then he goes off and does his own mini-missions or, or stuff like that? Probably for the best he doesn't, though, because he's slow as fuck. Well, I mean, they... I didn't... <laughs> I didn't go into those games expecting them to play like shit. I was excited to see Tails and Knuckles, and then I started playing them like, what did... What'd you do to my boys? What did the you do? The other thing is, like... The, 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 the other thing is, like, if Sonic Heroes was just adventure but way too fucking fast, 06's adventure slowed down. Why is, why is Sonic slow? Like, he's just not very fast. Yeah. He just... He goes and that's about it. Like, fucking Hub World Sonic and Unleashed is about as fast as Sonic is in 06. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I think there were a lot of good ideas just left on the table with 06, unfortunately. Uh, it kind of the thing sucks about talking about the 3D era for Sonic, like specifically this era, is that it feels like we had one really good game where everything was fleshed out correctly for, for Sonic alone. And then it's not like in, you know, when we're talking about Sonic 1, 2 to 3, we're, we're talking about a game that gets better and better with time. We're like, hey, it did this, but then it fucked up this. And it did this, but then it fucked up that other thing. It's a step forward, it's a step here. back. We see like, that, yeah, we see that again with the, with the sorry, go ahead, Pup. It's one of those things, can we ever just move forward without moving back at the same time? It's frustrating, and us as Sonic fans, I don't think we need to pretend like some of these things don't work just because of, of what they are. I think we understand that, yeah, it's because this was unfinished and needed tweaking and polishing and everything like that. I think that's why we have a fun discussion about this, because a lot of these ideas do deserve another time around, just, you know, with more time and budget and maybe more competent people. <laughs> um, um, and a, a lot of it of, like, what it comes down to, if we're talking about, like, because uh, I think you were you're you're kind of hitting on a point I was going to make, Nick, where you were saying, like, the... Uh, the problem isn't so much that um, some gameplay styles are like similar to this, that, or the other thing. It, it's it's just that it's executed poorly. Yeah. It's like I don't care if if you try to go in a different direction, just do it well. Uh, and it's um really what it comes down to. It, I I like to see Sonic experiment with this sort of thing, but they got to incorporate it better. I think a lot more of it needs to be optional. And I really like your idea of like, what if that's how you do special stages and everything like that kind of change those up a little bit. And you kind of keep the, uh, the extra characters as important, but you make them a little bit more. You play as them when you want to. Yeah. 
I mean, you could even go ahead have uh, go like the Spyro route. I'd say, like you could uh, in these levels, like may- maybe make the Chaos Emeralds a story-driven thing, so you don't have special stages, but you still have like a giant ring hidden somewhere in the level, and when you get through that ring it would unlock like a little stage dedicated entirely to Tails. And it could be like those little portal doors in like the Spyro games where you go through and you might have to do something with that fucking G.I. Joe penguin or whatever. Yeah, that's what I was saying with like, use use that hub world to greater... Uh, make a well, greater I'm saying, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm basically saying like you could do that, but go further and even include hidden rings in like the levels as well. Right, yeah. You can do that within hidden rings or you could... Um... Just do enough stuff that unlocks tails on the on the hub world. There's a lot of ways you could do it. Um and I don't think there is a potential idea here or there that chaotics could be better if you analyze it in a different way. But in terms of everything that people take away from that game, I think we miss like the style, the music, and the characters specifically. Not so much the ring tether. I think all of us are are pretty okay with that being dead and gone. I like um, um the crane game to get the character. I like that. It's yeah. I mean, there's there's cute little things like that. But but yeah, basing an entire game around it was was a bad idea. So in terms of play styles, I think that's why we skip over that or the isometric when we now have 3D. But when it comes to Sonic Adventure One, Two, and Oh Six, I think the biggest problems are in terms of 06 was for me a little bit more of a cringy story with Sonic specifically and even more importantly just unpolished gameplay and I I really wish they would bring back hub worlds and multiple playable characters and just refine the fuck out of them yeah I agree about the hub worlds and I half agree about multiple playable characters I, well I mean I don't like every playable character <laughs> well, like my my kind of thing with playable characters is like, just make them slight variants of Sonic. You know, like That's, so. Yeah, like they the old games. The classic games. I'm gonna straight up say it. Okay, fucking hot take. Sonic Forces did multiple playable characters the best. Well, it was as close as they got to doing that properly in, the in terms years. of boost gameplay. I mean, I, I think we, like. Hmm. The Avatar, like, it, it didn't lose any of what made Sonic fun at the very least. Well, um, Shadow well, is basically a Sonic clone. I was going to say, but let, I mean, if we're, we're trying to do this in order, I mean, we're about to get to forces here. Um, but I do think we do need to spend a little bit of time talking about heroes specifically. Um, I think Pup, you and Cirrus probably have the most experience from it. Do you yeah, guys and miss I... that gameplay style? We kind of have a fundamental disagreement, don't we, Sirius? Yes, we do. We even had a whole stream about this. <laughs> so I kind of do stand by um, one point here. Now, I, I will say this. My enjoyment of Sonic Heroes has gone up quite a bit, and my respect for it has gone up quite a bit. But I would still say Sonic, What part of what makes Sonic so much fun in those high-speed bits is that his controls are still relatively simple. And I do think that having that switch to different characters that are mandatory to get to certain routes and such does muddy that up a little bit. Like, I I would rather just play as a singular character and focus up on that as I can just really enjoy it. I I would rather be able to run through that Sonic scenery without seeing a fucking sign telling me fly, and then I fly, you know? Yeah. 
I kind of see like, all I the mean, characters and heroes as just a singular character, and you just have to run through those levels with slightly different objectives, but you're ultimately just playing the one same character a lot in that game. It's, I, um, wish that it, 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 I wish that it felt that way, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'll say this. There are some gameplay mechanics in Heroes, as much as I do like the game, uh, and, and me and Pup will fight for hours about it and have fun <laughs> about this game. Um, there's a thing that Heroes does uh, that I do not think works for Sonic. And there are some situations where it, in that there are some situations where a character will die. Uh, one of your team will die. They'll fall off a, a bridge or something and you won't have them back. They don't immediately respawn. There's a, there's a time it takes, or sometimes there's an objective you have to clear before they respawn. So there are areas in the game where you might walk up to a, uh, to an area that requires you to have tails, click the button to get tails and Tails isn't there. Or Tails is locked on a piece of scenery uh, that you cleared a minute ago. And whenever you try to switch to Tails, you just teleport to where Tails is. And now you have to go through that objective again. Most of this is in the casino levels, to be fair. But this is a... There are things the game does mechanically to make it known to you you are playing as three separate people. And I really feel like that's to its detriment. That's something that I think another thing forces fixed was in those tag team levels. You're effectively playing as one character, effectively the avatar with the boost or Sonic with a gun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's a different, like that's a different execution for that heroes between the fact that I have a physical switch button that changes how my character feels to play, not just what abilities I have access to. It's not like I have access to the, uh, it's not a spin attack, whatever it was, the, the push boost thing that you had to physically have knuckles behind you for. Yeah. Right. Um, so like, it's not like you have access to that as Sonic and then you have access to flying as tails. And then you have access to, uh, cursing and also being an absolute fucking terrible time uh, as soon as you switch to Knuckles. It's not like you just gain these things. It's that things are subtracted from you when you do these things. When I switch to Tails, I lose speed. When I switch to Knuckles, I lose speed and I lose a homing attack because at least Tails has the Thunder Shoot, which is a homing attack but long range. Like, the game takes things away from you when you switch to those styles and I really feel like it would be a lot better if we could just keep Sonic's speed and we could keep the homing attack and keep, you know, keep things from playing a Sonic to make it feel like I'm still playing a Sonic when I play these different characters. Heroes strips those things away from you when you switch, and I think that's really to its detriment. And I think that those levels wouldn't feel anywhere near as long as they do uh, from a gameplay perspective if we could just maintain speed throughout most of them and they didn't have mandatory combat sections. I mean, I'll be real. I don't mind the duration of those levels. Like, I actually quite like the fact that some of those levels take me like 10 minutes to clear. Uh, although I would appreciate if the saves, like, saved my checkpoint. So, like, if I quit the game mid-level, I can at least still have my checkpoint. That would be a nice little function for a Sonic game with longer levels. Yeah, um, I'm... Just in pure gameplay, I, I do agree with... I think I just agree with you, Cyrus. I I think those games give you too much to keep track of as opposed to it being like fluid and second nature 
I mean, I'm sure it does get that way for a lot of people who, you know, mastered that game. But I, I found it more tiresome than anything else. So, Cirrus, we are in agreement then. So we're what we're in agreement on is the specific things that mechanically bring heroes down. What we're not in agreement on, and I think this is what we came to in the last time, we aren't in agreement on how much they impact the game. Like, for instance, I don't want longer levels. I don't. I, I think five minutes tops for a Sonic level is about where I'm comfortable. Like, I don't want those longer levels, but I agree that the checkpoints need to be things that are saved. Um we agree on the things that mechanically uh, pull the game back, but we don't agree on how far they impact them. For instance, uh, Sonic's tornado ability. I remember one of our disagreements were about how how it functioned. Uh, yeah, I was like, you pulled and stuff. On on the Xbox, it's just not as good as it is on the Cube. Yeah, whereas I've only played the GameCube. I've only played the GameCube version, and when we did our thing, I was playing the GameCube version too. So, like glitches that you were noting existed. I'm just like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. I, I just yeah, it, didn't it, know made, cool. it made a lot of sense, and I played it on the GameCube emulator. I was like, I'm actually having quite a bit of fun with this. Like, um, it was kind of like rediscovering the game and playing it as a new game, and I was actually really, really enjoying it. Uh, I still think Sonic moves way too fucking fast in it. Uh, as in, like, you know, his acceleration is just not well-managed. He's constantly bashing into corners. He looks like a fucking idiot. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say this. In terms of the long versus short levels debate, it does depend on, like, how much they can keep them fresh. I wouldn't want a level to outstay its welcome. But I think the way it should work is the, the, the start of the game levels are around about three minutes long, and as you nearer the end, they get longer. I think it needs to can... depend on what is happening in the levels. If it feels like padding, you're going to notice it, and that kind of sucks. If you're looking at like Sonic Adventure, where it does take more assets, and it does take a lot more this and that and the other, it, it does feel like two different levels slapped together, but it does feel like a journey, as we've discussed many times before. Yeah. Uh, the starter level does not feel like the end of the level, and I can't say that about a good majority of Heroes levels. A really good example of this in Heroes is when you're in uh, when you're in the Metropolis, and you're in the power plant sections um, and you do the elevator section. When you start noticing that you're on the elevator again and you're having to wait for it again and it's mechanically identical to the last elevator you were on, you start to feel it. And then when they when they give you the elevator for a third time, but this time, oh, no, it's it's totally not the elevator. Now it's lava approaching you. You're like, no, it's this is mechanically the same. Mm -hmm. I'm still doing the same slowly walk up the, uh, you know, slowly walk up instead of slowly wait. I'm still doing the same thing. You've just thrown it at me with a different coat of paint. I agree with Heroes that. Does a lot of, Heroes does a lot of that. And I feel like this is what I this is what I mean when I say. Uh, if we could just keep Sonic speed throughout the level, I probably wouldn't feel as long because it's not just that you lose the mechanical abilities of Sonic when you swap to the other characters. It's also that other areas of the level are designed with those characters in mind. Like those slow areas are designed for the power and the flying formations, respectively. When you go through those areas with those, it feels horrible. I and mean, they have areas that are designed for them specifically, and they never feel good. Another thing that I think could definitely justify having levels be longer around the length of Heroes, I think a thing that's holding Sonic games back now is, like, having levels have, like, these singular themes. Like, you've got green grass and palm tree zone. What does it have? It has green grass and palm trees. You've got 
chemical planet zone it's a planet with some chemicals on it you know like it, it would be cool if we had levels where it's like oh yeah maybe i'm on this green palm tree terrain or something but now we're gonna dive into the underground or go into the city that's adjacent to it you know so you actually do feel like you're going on a proper journey as opposed to just covering one plot of land and another thing that sonic forces actually fixes here is like when you have that tag team green hill level and yeah you're in green hill at first but then you enter the pyramid and then it changes the style of the level and the scenery like it keeps changing things up like if you had that but like as like a 10 minute level that would be a really good way to go it's just a matter of constantly keeping things changing you know keep the momentum going something has to evolve in the game be it what you're seeing in terms of art direction or how you're interacting with it which i feel trumps anything else um so if the challenge keeps accelerating or varying up as the level continues on that's important um i have not played heroes properly for a very long time and i'm trying not to sound like i'm talking out of my ass here but when i'm thinking of um team sonic i'm thinking of that weird fucking car out of nowhere that just oh, doesn't yeah. <laughs> really do anything or i'm thinking of chaotic that just man like there's a difference between like it feels like padding like adventure you could say padding would be big the cat but holy shit, they went and developed a whole new play style in this game. Whether you like it or not, you could see effort in there. When I look at Chaotix and they're like, find every single badnik on this linear fucking level. <laughs> like exploration yep. does not make any sense on on heroes level design. Not and, at all. And it's no. just it like just wasting my time like that is just offensive to me. Um and that's in terms of like play styles, trying to track shit down on a linear path. Nah, -uh, no. Refine it with knuckles, but that's what you need to take away from Mario. Figure out how Mario and Banjo had you interact with an open world and track things down because they ain't figured <laughs> didn't figure it out with any of that stuff. I um I'm kind of with you Nick in that it's been a very long time since I've played Heroes and uh it's it's just now occurring to me that I don't know that I ever enjoyed that game enough to actually bother completing it. I didn't when I, I was super excited it. for it. I I never fully properly uh got all the emeralds and everything. Like the first time I played the game and I saw how you interacted with the special stages I was like, well Fuck. <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> if yeah, I were to give a hint, the best advice for completing that game, beat it once with every character, not giving a shit about special stages, and then only worry about special stages with Team Rose. Never attempt them with any other team. Well, here's My the problem again with can. Heroes. Uh, just a quick point here, Pup. Like, here's the confused design of Heroes. It can be all be found with the special stages. Long levels... Do not make sense if you have to get a special stage. Yep. Yep. Um, oh no, holding the and the fact that they ask you to hold the ring without ever getting uh, hold the key without ever getting hit throughout the whole level. Nah. Bullshit. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, I would also. I hate enemies having health bars. Fuck that. Yeah. But um, oh, I agree. What else? There was another thing though. Um, fucking fuck. Um, fuck. You know what I missed from that? <laughs> for for anything else, I do miss uh, the art direction. Art direction was great in that game, and I also missed 
while I thought it was corny and localization needed work, I like the idea of Sonic being able to pal around with Tails and Knuckles and having them interact in real time, as opposed to having somebody in your ear pretending like there's a serious mission going on, like Forces did. Like the, I think a lot of people miss that, like that fun, fun adventure kind of, you know, brothership. Well, it also plays into the narrative a little better as well. Like in Forces, you'd have the character saying, like, "Oh, I'm over here and I'm fighting these guys." Like, there's no evidence of that, dude. You could just be bullshitting to me, as far as I know. Vector saying, "Oh, I just want to wreck up the Death Egg." It's like, well, why fucking don't you then? Um, but okay, so fucking back to heroes. Um, fucking fuck. Okay, I remember it now. Um, the best way to play heroes is to kind of don't take Metal Sonic for granted. Just pretend he's going to amount to nothing and just play the Sonic story. And you've got a pretty satisfying Sonic game. It's not terrible. The game's not terrible. I need to express that, but um, it needed a lot of work if they wanted to continue down that path. It felt rough for me when I first played it. And again, I've not played it in years, but um, the elements oh, I would uh... take away from that game, it wouldn't be the main gameplay mechanics, that's for sure. Sonny, is that for Frontiers, by the way, when you say we got the Heroes Art Director back? Because I'd be intrigued. Be intrigued to know. What's next? Are we going to talk Boost. about Shadow? Do we need to talk about Shadow? It's just... Shadow is just Heroes, but bad. Boost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well... Shadow, Shadow is Team Chaotix throughout the entire game. With, so, with worse everything. Yeah, they no. didn't really bring anything to the table outside of level guns and guns. Boost, yeah, um, guns. Boost really kind of explored like, what if Sonic felt like a car, but could still do platformery stuff? And um, I think the absolute most genius addition beyond the boost itself is the drift. The drift is fucking genius because as, as I was to watch. Well, as I was saying with um, Adventure, is like Sonic turns really well in Adventure 1. In Adventure 2, not so much, but then again, the level design's a bit more thrilling. In Sonic Boost, in Sonic Boost? In Sonic <laughs> Unleashed in Generations, fucking fuck. Um, like, you get the thrill factor, but you can also have openness you don't in Unleashed. But you can also have openness to those levels because Sonic can now actually drift. He can turn. He can, he can feel good. Um, and, and as I say, they don't do enough with that in Unleashed, but in Generations, whoo, they really, really nailed a Sonic playstyle there. I, I agree, but I do think they immediately showed the limitations of that when you have an immediate boost button to zip through everything because it's hard to justify the other characters at this point. They're no longer building off of the core Sonic idea. They have to be something else entirely. I mean, they literally have to transform Sonic into something else to justify padding out that game. And we'll, we'll talk about the Werehog in a little bit there. Ultimately, I do think the boost is a, is a fun idea. I mean, Generations is still one of the best games of the series as far as I'm concerned. And the, um, the levels in Unleashed are really fucking good but yeah Shadow, or, sorry but I mean yeah like I think we've all said it here before but if uh, Sonic classic Sonic was a pinball table made into a platformer this is burnout turned into a platformer you know <laughs> yep. I'm okay with them um... sorry go on I was just gonna say it... 
you go somewhere serious? Can anyone hear serious? No. I cannot. So he was gonna uh, say, and then he decided against it. Yep. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah. I can. Yeah. I was gonna say, did it just Sonic saw the truck chasing him in Adventure Two, and it traumatized him so much he had to become the truck in Colors <laughs> and Unleashed. So a thing that often gets kind of mentioned though is like a lot of like boost kind of anti-boost people, I guess, will say they don't kind of like it because it kind of flies up in the face of the concept of Sonic games being about earning your speed and such. And um, it I, I, that's okay. That's all well and good, but I will say this. I think there is a difference between they missed the point and they changed it. I think it's long enough now to just say they changed it so it's no longer a pinball turn platformer. It's a racer turn platformer. And I'm okay with that change in the genre. Things got to move forward. Things got to change. And, you know, I think this style absolutely suits Sonic. It is um, still at the end of the day, like the arcade mentality that Sega had mastered way back in the 80s. Like this is the arcade game turned into a platformer, regardless of what it was. It's a, it's a high speed, thrilling kind of gameplay as represented through a mascot. Kind of a different means to the same end in a way. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I think the boost was a genius decision personally. I think there are ways it could be better implemented. If it were up to me, I'd say, you know, you can have a boost gauge where he builds up boost, but he can't use it until he's reached his top normal running speed. So it's like a little I, indicator. That'd be a burnout too. I, um, so I noticed something about the boost mechanic recently that I don't like, and I don't know how everybody else feels about it because I'm not sure I've ever heard anybody else mention it. It really, it's annoying the way it distorts the music when you start using it. I hate. I that. agree with that. Yeah, it's fucking irritating. They fixed like, that in forces. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like. I actually it. like the distortion. Of course you do. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Hello, Nick. Well, I, I would say, <laughs> have the diegetic audio distort, but not the music. Leave the music be. Yeah, because it's the music is one of the best parts of the experience. If especially if in generations when you have a mechanic where you get to go in and choose what tracks you're listening to. If I'm listening to Sonic Boom while I'm running through Chemical Plant, wrong. I want to hear it. Wrong, 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 Wayne. For so, fuck's sake, it doesn't do that with the music you choose. Does it not? No. Why am I remembering it? That well, well it, regardless, it, when they build Sonic music, Sonic music is made to make you want to move. And if you can't yeah. hear it, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Green Hill Zone theme sounds really good in Sonic Generations, but I don't want to hear whatever the fuck the boost does to it. it sounds I mean, dumb. they did another thing in Generations, which kind of uh, I'm mixed on, is in both Sky Sanctuary and uh, Green Hill. If Sonic reaches his top speed, they play a more upbeat, faster, more fucking rock out version of it. I prefer the non-rock out version of it, and it just leads me to just go slow through the stage, which is really <laughs> stupid. And it's not even just when you're boosting. There are times when I will leisurely play Sonic Generation Sans Boost and have a great old time. But it's like when I'm in Sky Sanctuary and he's just he's doing more than a gentle jog and suddenly it's oh really in your face and the drumming's really going mad. It's like, uh, can I just stick with the normal one? Can you just shut up for a second, Mr. Drummer Man? So boost poo 
I, I mean, I like it, but it does feel very limited. And I think that is very telling when even the first game it showed up in has to pad it out with a whole bunch of other stuff. And I know you could point out Rush, but like we've talked about before, obviously, like building assets was very taxing for boost levels. So I, I'm not trying to, what am I trying to justify? I, I think Sonic Team's always been though. kind of stupid about this stuff. They had to build a fuck ton of assets for those Werehog levels anyway, so why not just, you know, take the people building those assets and have them build more assets for modern Sonic? I thought that the assets for the Werehog levels were the assets for the regular levels, just with a, with a uh, lighting just change. Just a different layout and a lighting change. But, like, yeah, just take the yeah. same assets and have a different layout then in that case, you know? But don't do it the colors way where it's like, okay, that layout consists of lots of blocks placed upon blocks, and here's a fucking laser, and here's a bouncy spring that moves with you. Like, fuck that. <laughs> Give me proper levels. You can use the same graphical assets again, but just don't fucking fuck with it, you know? Um, fucking... I think Generations, though, proved that I do think there's much more versatility in the boost gameplay style than people do give it credit for. Those levels, once you get past Chemical Plant, get pretty open. And I, I think, you know, it proves that Sonic can move around quite nicely. He can make turns well. Like, I think one of my favorite levels in that game is, funnily enough, Seaside Hill. Because it feels good to just platform with the modern Sonic. And it's like... Platforming in Sonic Unleashed didn't feel as good because he was a lot more slippery, and that's why they tended to shy away a little bit more from platforming, opting more for like reflex training. Like you're running really fast, oh, there's some spikes, you gotta quickly move left. Whereas Generations is much more the conventional Sonic platformer, but with that boost element in there, and you gotta use it smartly. You know, it's not like, oh, yeah, you're done well, now you get your boost. No, 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 no. You gotta know when to use it. And that's why I think that Generations is arguably the best gameplay style for Sonic since those adventure days. I would almost agree with you if the 2D sections didn't also exist in every single boost uh, game. Yes, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. So I wonder, I wonder if that just needs refinement because, again, I keep thinking, well, Rush exists. That's why I was going to talk about it here because I did notice that that stark contrast when playing DS version uh, the version versus the Wii version, which not only brought in the boost, but it also implemented a lot of classic Sonic design in there. Not to the same degree as the original games. Like, there's not an emphasis on the on the momentum-based physics. The spin dash is just there to be there. But at the same time, you could keep moving once you knew what the hell you were doing. You can't do that with the console boost games. There's going to always be a time where you have to stop, stomp all the way down and wait for a platform or this or that. Classic Sonic's always done that, but it does feel very jarring in the boost style. And uh, I mean, can I also like note another smart addition to the boost gameplay style, though, was the stomp, allowing you to kind of stop quickly if you need to. Um, sure. But like, I, I do agree with that. Like The waiting around feels a bit more... Uh, amplified when you've got the boost at your disposal. Um, it's it's interesting, but like I, I think like the boost part of the boost gameplay is far from the best thing that that style of gameplay introduced. And like I think you could even do a boost game without the boost, effectively. But he's still got things like his drift, his stomp, his his slide, and stuff like that. Um, the absolute most important thing they added for me was the drift. Funny how they got rid of that in forces, huh? <laughs> God damn it. 
yeah, I'm very I'm very mixed on on boost. I think overall, when it's at its peak, it's some of the most thrilling experiences I've ever had with Sonic. I wouldn't mind if it's relegated to a more special stage kind of design if the rumors of Frontiers are true. Like whatever it is, like if it's gonna be short bursts of adrenaline, that's fine. But whatever else they have built around it needs to be good. And um, I feel like when I consider the secondary gameplay styles of all these games, they all fall horrifically short. Classic Sonic got good, but like it just tickled the, you know, the member berries and it immediately became apparent just how, how off it was if you just touched the original games. And, and then Mania showed up and it was like, well, what's he even doing here? We don't, we don't need him that's, here. <laughs> that's the other thing is like classic Sonic is a fine art. And if you get it wrong, I would rather just stick with the fucking 3D things. Yeah. And that ultimately is the problem with classic Sonic in the boost games is because um, not only is it completely different, it just isn't, it isn't right to begin with. So what are you, what are you even doing Sonic team? Just a quick thing. I'm scrolling through the homepage as Sunset City. In the recommended feed is it's that sexy gadget scene from Chippendale Rescue Rangers that we all know and love. Nick, <laughs> this is you, isn't it? Sure isn't, buddy. Sure isn't. Wait, who's responsible for that then? Well, it's a sexy chipmunk, so it's 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 gotta be Nick, surely. Gadget's a mouse, thank you very much. Oh. And the fact that the distinction was there, we already know now. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> the he's, there, he's there for the mouse. I mean, I'm not going to lie, actually. Uh, taking a closer look. Uh, uh, anyways. Um... So, I mean, that does... I mean, if you want to joke about it, Pup, I've only been on our channel for the last couple weeks just for these streams. Then I hop off and go back to my own personal stuff. So I have to wonder. I know Cirrus uses this. I know for a fact that Cirrus <laughs> uses this channel. I'm going to go through the history right now, and I'm going to look at things and see if I find anything interesting. Because oh, I know I don't really use it. I've used I, it I know I've accidentally left it on while binging Meat Canyon before. Uh, yeah, Batman there's a lot of Meat Canyon recommendations. Ooh, Batman Begins, Epic Batmobile Chase, Batman Forever, Robin's Joyride. That'll be me. That That's definitely me. Um, so, back to just, the actual... Me and it just, no, there's, it just there's Wayne as well. Anyway. I I mean, Wayne, Cyrus, you both have been a little bit quiet about the boost gameplay and any of the secondary gameplay styles. Do you guys have any thoughts on those? Boost is best in generations. It's really fun. I love the way the spin dash is incorporated into basically Sonic turning into a freaking spinning tire as you're taking corners and shit. It's so fucking, uh, like, satisfying. Um... And then, uh, hey, no, wait, 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 let me, I actually do really like it in, um, <laughs> in, uh, the daytime stages in Unleashed. It's a lot of fun there, too. Um, I don't remember anything from Forces. I, I, I'm trying as hard as I can. I cannot remember a single level from that game. Okay, serious. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I found another thing. <laughs> okay, um. There's a video in the in the history. Well, no. Pup, you're done. We're done with this. It's weird. I don't want to hear. Yeah, I don't want to see yeah, any of your viewing histories. I'm focus. talking about Cyrus's viewing history. You're done. <laughs> We're going back on on focus here. <laughs> you're fucking done, old man. I'll fucking prove you otherwise. I'm gonna put it in the Discord chat and we're gonna see it. 
God damn it. <laughs> um, so I think for, for we've me, all seen that one. Are you kidding me? That one's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, oh, we have? God damn it. Not that's YouTube, an actual Nick. clip. No, that's an actual clip from the show. I know oh. it is. I know it is. Wait, please did... share your thoughts on the boost formula. Have you guys seen I want a divorce? Sorry, go on, Sirius. <laughs> okay, so I'm in a weird camp where the for where boost is concerned. I think it's very fun in Generations. I enjoy it in the Xbox version of Unleash, though most of the time that I've played that has been through the Unleash project. Uh, which I know is still going to be a little mechanically different. I think the most fun I've had with Boost, awkwardly, has probably been in the Wii version of Unleashed. Which admittedly I need to spend and more I know time that... with. So That's a different gameplay style, though. <laughs> yeah. Is it, though? No, but in a way, like, it, in some ways it keeps in line with the classic Sonic philosophy a little more. In that you've got to be a bit more careful with how you use your boost in the Wii version because yeah. A, you can't cancel it. Once you're moving, you're moving. And B, Sonic can actually smack into things in the Wii version and like he will fall down and he'll take a second to get up. Character. It's hilarious. Um no, I'm I'm I've spent probably the most time nowadays with generations and to a secondary degree forces. But I remember after playing a lot of the Wii version of Unleashed, it felt like Colors was a step backwards to me when I played it. And I still feel that way when I when I play both of them back to back, just grabbing uh, Unleashed off of the Dolphin emulator and then grabbing Colors either via that way or playing it on the uh, the version that's on Epic Games. I don't know. I It might just be that I don't prefer the boost formula in general, that I like that that more awkward attempt that was done on the Wii. But I do still prefer that over all the other versions that we've gotten. And it's not just a, uh, it's not just that there are certain levels in the Wii version that are better. Cause I mean, the, uh, the level in Holoska, I do think is better on the Wii one in general, but I know it just, it, I like having the boost work the way it does in that game where I've got a set amount that I'm allowed to use and I have to choose when to use it. The only thing that I wish is that Sonic would shut the fuck up when he's using the boost. Because every time you use the boost and unleashed, he goes, what? Ooh. And it's, it is the worst thing. Yeah, I've noticed that. He sounds very clowny. So. On rails. What I'm learning from this is that Sonic is at his best when Stop. other people are, are making the games. So Gims oh, okay. is doing the best boost. Uh, White no, is doing the really best not. classic. They're, they're really, really not doing the best boost. I'm telling you, man. I mean, like either one, though, right? I mean, if you consider classic Sonic, Christian Whitehead certainly do a better job than Sonic Team has in recent years. Yes. And Dimps does a better job just understanding boost since they, they no, made the Rush games. No. no. I'm sorry, dude. It's... Like, I mean, like the spectacle aside, I'd, I'd say the moment moment gameplay in the DS version of Colors... I'd say proves that they have a better handle on that that game style. I see that, and I raise you a generations. I I mean, yeah the the 3ds version was rough. It I'm not rushed. even talking about that. I'm I'm straight up saying I think the absolute best utilization of the boost gameplay is in Generations Console Edition. I wonder 
I really wonder though if Dimps had uh had taken the power of uh the adventure rush games, rush adventure games, all that trilogy, and they were allowed to just make the main Sonic game. I really wonder what that would have looked like when you consider all the secondary versions of the other games. I mean, yeah, generations aside, that was much rougher. But even you said that uh classic Sonic felt a little bit more like classic Sonic in the 3DS generation. He does. He does. Dimps got Classic Sonic better than, say, uh, Sonic Team did in that case. But then Sonic Team got Classic Sonic better than Dimps when they made Sonic 4. So it's give and take. It's a tug of war between Sega and Dimps. But you have to wonder, though, right? You have to wonder, like, what's going on behind the scenes there? Like, what exactly is happening that causes these fluctuations in in game designs? Is it just, like, specific leaders in, in those two groups? Or... I don't know. I want to. I want to dive deeper into that when I cover those games. And I begin to wonder. I uh, looking back on all these because I think we're pretty much caught up now. We know forces exist, and we completely skipped on rails Sonic as a gameplay we type. We really did. <laughs> all the better for it. Continue. Yeah, you go ahead and uh, tell tell me all the brilliant things that we need to save from those okay so sonic runners is one of the best 2d sonic games and it's completely on rails it is brilliant sonic runners man i fucking there's sonic runners there's sonic dash there's the the sonic forces mobile port there's sonic uh sonic the black knight and then sonic secret rings i think those are the only on rails ones right the absolute best on rails sonic game to me is going to be runners man i love runners Runners is a fan favorite, man. It's known for its great OST. Gonna runners away from that game. A, yep. a massive amount of what's wrong with Sonic Runners? I don't like mobile games, man. It's just is that it? Is that, is that your nuanced engaging? It's, it's it's cheap entertainment. Yeah, it's just it's mindless. It's, it's not engaging. It's 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 nothing. It's a step down from the original classic games. I'm sorry. I'm sure it's fine for a mobile game, yeah. but that's the most I'm gonna and, give it. And my statement on it is that this is definitely boiling it down to lesser than the sum of its parts. I'm sure it's better than I give it credit for. But at the same time, as far as I'm concerned, personally, it's about the equivalent of dangling keys in front of me to keep me occupied. Ah, man, fucking Runners was great. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you guys are talking about? It had so shaded art, man. Come on. But what are you... I mean, I'm, we're talking about game styles, I'm not talking about the OST. I'm not... I, I just the, the predatory nature of mobile games in general is a problem for me. And Dash has it, Runners has it, had it, and the the other one has it. And they're not to the extreme as other ones are, for sure, but like they mobile games in general are boil boiled down to the most simplified addictive qualities, and I don't like that. I like having a little more control over my characters. I don't want an automated Sonic. It just feels like a game full of special stages while a neat gimmick on its own i don't want that to be my full fucking game i think then the only only (laughs) unrailed on a game you probably would enjoy much is probably going to be black knight then because black knight's the only one of that set that does give you a, a decent degree of control all i can kind of really say is i generally as a rule of thumb would rather control the character I'm playing as, like, than the game do it for me. Like, half the control is half the fun, as far as I'm concerned. But, fucking, I, I think that is, yeah, and that is a nuclear take, man. Jesus. But, um, 
I don't know. I get enjoyment out of them. Like it, there's there's a different thing. There's a different set of demands to when I want to hunker down on something properly, and when I just feel like eh, I got a little time to kill. Let's just flip this open and have a little play around. You know, it's sure. the simplicity works in its favor. I think. I guess then we have to just recontextualize that particular conversation in terms of with uh, the storybook games. Do you guys feel like that particular gameplay style just deserves or not deserves, but it's just better? used and utilized on a mobile platform where you can just flip it open do a couple things here and there and then just carry on with your day can't comment haven't played (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'll say this i in a world where i don't have to pay for all of my upgrades in uh secret rings i've always found enjoyment returning to that game on like a complete save file uh again i have to put the caveat of having a different world where we don't have to get all the upgrades again. Black Knight doesn't have that same issue for me. Um, I don't have those problems with Black Knight. I enjoy those games on their home console a lot, and I wouldn't mind seeing a third storybook game that tries something like that, but I don't think that on-rail Sonic gains anything as opposed to just losing things. And I think that argument is identical on mobile. And I don't think the convenience of the mobile platform gives me anything either. I would just as quickly not to play a Sonic game. I mean, on on my end of things, I, I want to kind of bring up an example here. I was planning on, I haven't said it yet, but I was planning on doing a video on the Sonic Forces mobile game. And what I was going to say is that Sonic Forces mobile is a better game than Sonic Forces now. Here's the thing. Sonic Forces has the benefit of I'm actually controlling the character. And yeah, I will sooner play Sonic Forces on the console. But as a mobile game, for everything it sets out to do and everything it's supposed to do, Sonic Forces Mobile fulfills much more of what its potential is than Sonic Forces on console. Basically, I don't want an on-rails game on a console. I will accept it on a phone because I feel like on a phone, being able to swipe left and right is a smart way of doing it and there's a different set of demands for a mobile game. Sonic Forces on mobile does not require me to pay for anything, whereas Sonic Forces on disc is a paid thing. So it's like I'm going to expect more from a paid thing than an on-rails thing, you know? Like, so as a freebie kind of thing, you know, fine, fine, but... That that's just where I'm at, you know. That's just the factors, man. At the end of the day, though, it is still a valid form of game style because I would. I don't know if we've seen the numbers, but I would imagine that uh, runners, well, not runners anymore, as beloved as that one is compared to the other mobile games. Um, but if you consider Dash and you consider Sonic Forces, Forces is a colossal success, and Sega right. likes to tell us that. But what they really mean is the mobile game. <laughs> I mean, they're probably, right? Yeah, it's a massive success, as is Sonic Dash. Um, Also, Sonic Dash 2, Sonic Boom, which is really, really fucking good. I mean, there's a reason why they... I mean, but there's a reason why those, like, Runners and Dash 2 aren't really talked about, though, because they're not the ones making the money. Well, Runners didn't get the chance, to be honest. Runners was only around for a very brief period of time, and um, I think there were some performance issues or something nothing i encountered but like for whatever reason sega pulled it um but they then commissioned gameloft to make sonic runners adventure which is um is not still a 3D. 
Yeah, Sonic Runners Adventure still exists. Um, is it good? And yeah, it's alright. It's not as good as the original Runners by any stretch of the imagination. They got rid of the cell shaded art style. Um, it's no longer an endless runner. It now consists of just that standard sort of level to level kind of thing. It doesn't have even remotely as many like unlockable characters or the narrative or anything like that. So it's a much, 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 much smaller, less stylized thing. But like, if you just want the Sonic Runners experience, then fucking go ahead. It's mm. there. there it's a compromise. It, it's a downgrade, but it's you know it's the only Sonic Runners we got, unless you're playing the fan made revival, which is that's the way to go. What about um, what about the popcorn game? You know what, jo I know you're joking, but I was thinking we either don't really talk about the ones that veer too far from the main platformer path. Or... Yeah, I am. Where's, gonna... where's Waku Waku Sonic Patrol Car? Well, in that case, where's Team Sonic Racing? Just shut the fuck up, Wayne. I'm gonna take uh, you right now. To it's a nice free dinner. game on the PSN. <laughs> yeah, it is. You guys can get it. It's actually good. I, I, I like it anyway. I downloaded it. I need to play it. It's um, a little fun. Uh, I played a bit of um Sonic Racing Transform. Should we talk about the racing games on no. an episode? Well, yeah, on an episode. episode yeah. yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, well, we can do a video about that sometime. Or, uh, sorry, an episode stream, I think, whatever. I think Transformed is the fan favorite, isn't it? I liked it when I played it uh, I quite think a bit, actually. It, it has the benefit of having transforming vehicles. No idea why they got rid of that for Team Sonic Racing, but okay. I, I guess you're not supposed to even compare that. Like, one's yeah. a Sega racer, the other's a Sonic racer. Yeah, uh, you I can't guess help but we'll compare get them, into that. We'll it's, talk about another time. We'll talk about another time. Um, yeah. What else do we want to cover? I mean... Sonic Drift. <laughs> All we really have left, if we consider that we've uh, kind of rolled through all the boost stuff, we, I mean, we've been sprinkling forces here and there. They really only added the the Wispin. I I thought that was a waste of time, honestly. I think that we better utilize in, ironically enough, how the comic books represented it. You know what I don't like in uh, Sonic Forces? The grappling hook. I don't either. No, I don't like how automated it usually is. Yep. I wish it was. Well, I wish it was kind thing, of being like, go on. My thing is the flow. It's like if the homing attack was bad, and like after <laughs> you used it, you basically stopped in mid fucking oh, air instead of yes. keeping any momentum. It makes it aggravating to play as the avatar character. I agree with that, but you're not really supposed to. But what annoyed me was when you're in the tag team levels. <laughs> And it's like, oh, fuck, I just dared to use the Wisp on for a second. Now I'm stiffed yeah. with this fucking homing attack unless I boost, which is going to throw me off the edge of that fucking cog. Uh, but, um... Oh, fuck, Lost World. Oh, wow. Thank you, guys. Wow. Ah. We, uh... Well, it got lost. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, Lost World is a Lost World is a weird one though because it's got the same. It's got the uh, the two D three D flipping of the boost games, but it's got the more open environments of the adventures. Or it's got the more open like uh, way to move around the environments as the adventure series does. But the levels are also linear hallways like the boost level. No, it's... no, 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 no. Everything I've said is correct, pup. Shut no, up. No, it's not. They're not linear hallways. They're tubes with various different paths. Like, that's... If there's one that thing I'll That is the same fucking what? thing. You... What? It's not the same fucking thing. That is the... It allows, you just it allows the more exploration thing. and versatility. You've got an upside-down path, an upper path. It adds completely new layers to it. 
Ah, right. So instead of three, uh, instead of three columns I can be on, I have six, but it's still a linear hallway. Got it. But it, it's not because they take you off on like, if you go on one bit, you'll end up in a different platforming section. If you go on one part, you'll end up on like fluffy clouds and stuff. It's definitely not got the linearity of Unleashed for that matter. Like it's... If we're going to discuss the nuance between the adventure games and the boost games, which again, still have a lot of the same uh, mechanics in play there, then we have to talk about the nuances with Lost World, which is a very different beast compared to a lot of these other games. It's like, a brand new experience. Able to help out with this discussion much, to be perfectly honest. My, my thing with Lost World is that it feels like it's marrying the ideas uh, between the boost games and the adventure games. That's what it feels like to me. It, I don't think it terribly succeeds at a lot of it, but it feels like it attempts to be a marriage between the two of them. And that we, like I said, we have a Sonic that can move around a lot more freely, but we have environments that are a lot more linear than an adventure one environment, for instance, not quite as linear as unleash. I will give you that pup but they are still more linear hallway-like environments in many cases. There are some where it's completely not. Um, one of the big ones being, if you ever got a chance to play the Zelda level at all in that game, uh, that gives a very good idea of what that game could have been if it had a more open level design, because it feels completely different while still maintaining all the same physics. So in terms of just Sonic's gameplay style itself, um... I, I, you know, I think the level design is good. I, I like how much, you know, it changes things up. But, like, um, first things first, the run button. I would have it so that Sonic runs normally, but, like, he's got a button that allows you to toggle a walk instead. Rather, so rather than a run button, walk button than a run button? Yeah, because just Sonic should just run. That's just kind of his thing. Also, I would definitely prefer if there were more of a build-up to his top speed than rather than just, you know... He just moves at that speed if you're running, you know. Like he's got two speeds. He doesn't build momentum. And that kind of bugs me a little. So um, I was gonna say that, Pup. I mean, if anyone's comparing this to Mario, I'd say what goes untalked about a great deal, because we do talk about like um the general art design or the level layout, all well and fine. The most Mario thing that thing did was put in the run button, and I find it gravely offensive to the core idea of Sonic. Um, I don't like it. I, I, I like momentum-based Sonic. I like that you build up to his speed. I mean, the, yeah, the spin dash does fly in the face of that a little bit, but I don't like that extra layer of it. I think it's just, it's just also unnecessary. The, the spin dash doesn't even run out as well. Like, yeah, there's uh, earning and losing your momentum is not a thing in this because there is no momentum. Nope. And I can, I can pallet that, but then I need what's in its place to be done well. So what's in its place is parkour. And unfortunately, it's just not very well executed. It's very confused. There's so many different layouts for these levels in these games. And I don't think they really ever take the time to properly utilize these interesting parkour mechanics. And um, I don't know if I want them back or not. I like the idea of parkouring Sonic. I don't think I liked any way they did it here, though. I like the return of the bounce bracelet. Um, what I uh, another thing I don't like is uh, the 
enhanced homing attack where it's like if you have if you do it at just the right time he'll homing attack everything on screen because it's taking input away from the player i would rather feel like i home attack these characters myself than sonic is doing it for me and it's just it's taking one extra layer of control away from you i think i i don't think it necessarily takes a layer of control away because for you to get that homing attack you have to actually position yourself in a place where it happens deliberately because if you don't stand in the right area, you don't get the homing attack markers. The thing with that homing attack is that you get five, I believe it's five, right? Mm-hmm. You get five homing attack markers, and they either increase your damage on a single unit, or they spread the damage across multiple units. Um, I don't think it takes away from the controls. That doesn't make me hate it any less. I'd really I, just rather do it myself. And like then there's the other thing. is like If you're going to have something like that in there, give them a cool animation or something. Otherwise, it just looks like I, I did it myself. But I didn't. I, I do think it's I do think it's weird that Lost World gave us a kicking homing attack and then a regular homing attack. The kicking one is so weird because some badniks require you to kick them before you can hit them. And you've got no real yeah. way of knowing that no. that's not going to work. Like motorbugs. I used to just be able to jump on these guys in the past, but now I have to kick them first. I do want to punt. Yeah, people are talking about the 3DS version. I do want to put that back in again. Um, like I've said a hundred times, and I just got to track down this article so I could properly cite them. But the way they, they s- described it was uh, the 3DS version plays better uh, control-wise, and the console version has better level layout because yeah, yeah. I never beat the 3DS one because it got to a point with one of the levels where I was like, Fuck it. I, I can't do this. Yeah, I, I can't fucking I do this. It. Fucking Lost World on the 3DS, yeah. Better controls, absolutely dog shit level design. Which is very frustrating. It is, uh... We're so disjointed with all these gameplays because they never take full advantage of what they could be. And that's been throughout the history of Sonic. I really do see Lost World like I do with, uh... uh Chaotix and, to some extent, Heroes. Where, yeah, I mean, obviously it's a deviation, but my bigger problem with all three of those games is I got to the end of all of them, and I don't think I ever quite figured out what the hell the mechanics were trying to show me here. Like, I didn't feel like I truly understood this game by the time I got to the ending, and I think that's a problem. I agree. I agree entirely. I still, like, you know, I've completed Lost World. I got no idea how the fuck the parkour works. <laughs> I still have no idea how to describe that to you on, in a script. Like, I'm going to have to spend a long time with that game to really do a Game Apologies episode about it. And it's hard to the say only... I want that, that stuff back. I like the idea, but... Eh. The only thing I can really think of is like, okay, if you if you go on a wall and you're running along it, then you jump to another wall, but you got to hope there's a wall adjacent. And then if you want to turn, you got to... I don't know. Fuck. Like, that's <laughs> fucking at a loss for words. Yeah. I am the parkour the system is. I've beaten it on 3DS, you fools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how you just. That was a it perfect. Uh, I thought Tom had just joined us. I love you, Tom. Um, we, we should. I will be... say this for that. Go for it. What's up, Nick? We'll have to talk about another game before we move on to Super Chats, but yeah, if you want to go for it, sir. There's actually two more, actually. I'm thinking of two. I'm thinking of two as well, yeah. You know Three. I'm, Fucking three. Fuck. God damn it. I'm not I'm not going to bring up the point I want, wanted to bring up because bring I want to get to this next game. I was, I was going to say this. I like the parkour system in Sonic Lost World. I feel like it could come back in, a, in another game while being implemented better. 
because I do like the ability to do things like wall run and stuff with Sonic with the parkour. Um, the only thing I don't like about the parkour system in Lost World is the amount of times it feels like the game wants me to be... It, it, it's like it's trying to stick me to a wall almost. It's like Sonic's got... He's got, like, old bubblegum on him, and whenever he jumps to a wall, it just gets stuck on the bubblegum. So early 3D Spider-Man problems. Like that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, the the next... Maybe not, the no, next not the 3D Spider-Man, like the platformers, like the GBA games are frustrating about that. Never mind. Anyway. So the next three games I have in mind are, one, LEGO Dimensions Sonic, two, oh. Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric, and three, the 3DS style of Sonic Boom game. Man, there's another one. Rivals. Uh, and, and and Riders. <laughs> oh, I think Riders I is a racing game. Rivals Rivals is a racing game, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, okay. fuck Rivals. No one's ever played. Chronicles. I, I played five minutes of it at a friend's house on his PC. Oh, God. Also a spin-off oh. type of game. We're, we're, we're talking about the games that try to work within the core mechanics of Sonic. What are you okay. talking about? Chronicles Chronicles was uh, showing, again, Sonic is all about taking a base formula and adding a unique identity to it through the Hedgehog's abilities. Uh, Sonic Chronicles was all about how fast can we speedrun ourselves to a fucking stupid lawsuit? Um, <laughs> you so, don't have to throw shade at them like that, Wayne. We're so. <laughs> rise, rise of lyric. Rise of Let's lyric. talk about Rise of Lyric real quick. So, um, what what I'll say is this: if they just had Sonic move faster and have a sense of momentum, well, goddamn, that would be great. <laughs> That's all I can think of is like because I like the fact you can punch things now, and I like the versatility of him. I like his animation. I like Rise of Lyric on an emulator when it's running properly. Um. I just wish he'd move faster. And that's my two cents. Haven't played, played it. Can't give opinion. I'm looking at my copy of it right now. I've not played it. So I'm, I'm going to hold off on my, my opinions until I've, I do that myself. Yeah, I, I haven't recommend. played enough of it in a recent enough amount of time. I fully recommend, uh, well, play it on the console because that is the game as it was released. You know, if you're going to review it, review the console version. Right. But... If you want to have a fun experience, do do it on an emulator because you'll actually see there's a bit more potential to it than I think people give it credit for. Well, that's that's a job on my channel, but yeah, unfortunately, I think we're mostly just gonna have to skip that over that. I've seen ask questions asked about this. Uh, we're not covering fan games. I think that's a fun idea mm -hmm. for a topic like the potential ideas fans are showing uh, Sega through their fan games, but. I, I think we got to wrap this up one way or the other. We're going over two hours and we still haven't done super chats. So yeah. Uh, I mean, I we can't really rank them or, or anything. We don't have the chance to, but no ranking. Uh, I don't, Talk I don't, yeah, I you don't, can say I couldn't, I couldn't fucking, to... just, what, what's your favorite? This fucking round table discussion. What's your favorite? Sonic Adventure one. Classic Sonic in general, but what I've been learning from all this conversation there are a lot of ideas here that I really think not only could be improved on, but could merge together quite nicely. When I think of the Werehog, I think of, um, yeah, we don't make it slow. Don't make the enemies just damage sponges. Don't have that stupid timed bullshit in there or any of that stuff. But like a solid core uh, combat could be 
mixed in with uh, Adventure Knuckles, I think, and then you you know bring in you know better uh, goals for him, put him in an open world, that would work great. You have parkour system that doesn't make a lot of sense in these weird cylinder levels, but that makes sense if you want to keep that momentum moving for a 3D Sonic. Sure, would go great in an open world, and I think boost and adventure style gameplay can find a nice middle ground if you have more space to utilize it. What I'm saying is Frontiers has a lot of potential to take those old ideas and show the full potential of them if they allow it to happen. And fuck, I hope they pull it off. Yeah, Buddy, um, I asked you your favorite. I didn't ask to know about the origins of your Whole Foods business, oh man. God. I swear to God. Serious? <laughs> right before Nick was able to say Jesus Come on, Christ. Nick. Come on, come on, buddy. I've said mine. It, that's why I wanted to say something else. I've said it for hours on my own channel. The core basic idea of what Sonic brought to the table to begin with still needs to be explored. Classic Sonic's the best. Sorry. I... While I may prefer Adventure 2 as a game, I think I prefer the breadth of movement options given to you in Adventure 1 the most, personally. Uh, I'm going to go with boosting Generations. There you go. I, I think if I was, was going to give a more serious answer, I um, my favorites for like 2D, I think Mania knocked it out of the goddamn park. I think it perfectly understood what makes that gameplay style unique. I think it perfectly um captured just how you should structure levels like that and everything um and for 3d i would say a mix between sonic adventure one and generations and i think one of my things from generations that i want to see carried forward later on is you don't need giant ass levels i've spent more time on sonic generations just going back to it to boot it up for a little bit because i love those levels so much and replaying them to to try to get them down to a single route in perfection i think speaks more to how fun that gameplay can be and about the speed and the reflexes than any length of gameplay you can give me just to pout out a timer fuck there you go be very predictable answers and yeah it is a somewhat tired discussion but again i i think it's important to look back at everything that sonic has done over the years because we have a better understanding of why there's any tribalism and what we can learn from all these different camps like what makes them so special to all these different groups of fans and every time we talk about it i do keep seeing connections there like how one turned into the other or the missing potential left to be explored and how these all could potentially come together with the right kind of people behind it, bringing it together, not being ashamed of the stuff that was mocked before, didn't work, and knowing where to cut the fat. There's a lot to love in terms of gameplay when it comes to Sonic, and I still think we're, we're on our way to find something truly magical. So that's I have hope for sense. Frontiers. I do too. Um, right. Super chat time, yeah? Yeah. Let's start really Let's We got a up. lot of them. Yeah. Hooray! Starting with... <laughs> Sonny, <laughs> with uh, 279 Canadian, hardcore parkour for days, ready for Zeddy, hashtag. 
He, he loves his fucking Zeddy, isn't he? He does. He does. And I'm having a hard, harder time disagreeing with him the more I read him in IDW. Zavik, anyway. I could, mm. I could live without the others. Uh, but I, we need the Klonoa reference now. We've got the IDW one today. We've got the Metroid one today. Klonoa. <laughs> I know. We need the Klonoa one next. That'll be it's on our bingo card. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I made a Klonoa reference earlier when I said, and I begin to wonder. Which is uh, the name did. of the first track on the soundtrack. He did, actually. That's a deep that. cut. That's a deep cut. Well, there we go. Good. The bingo card is complete. All right. Bowden with $5. Good morning, boys. Hope you're having a good day. I am low on energy and can't think of anything funny. Story of my life, huh? <laughs> well, thank you for the $5 dollars anyway. Next we have is from Jamal Simmons. Thank hey. you very much for the $5. Oh, sorry, our Paul Jamal. There you there go. <laughs> Happy B-Theory Day, everyone. Nick X Sally, long live Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's why I was going to... I forgot to mention this. Um, we have been... We do bat around ideas for the show on a week-to-week basis because, yeah, it, it does get hard to uh, not just repeat ourselves uh, at, at, at infinite... TM, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. Because we do get redundant, and it, it does suck when there's not a whole lot to talk about in terms of Sonic, but man, I know we've talked about Origins, but after the Kawabunga collection was announced, I'm sorry, but Sega is going to really have to impress me with more than just the five fucking games I've played over and over and over and over again. It is going to be nice to get a widescreen Sonic at 3 and Knuckles, and I'm glad it's back, but like, the comprehensive history that the Kawabunga collection is promising us is wild to me. Like any old school TMNT fan, like none of us expected to see these games again. Cause not only is it, are these old games that are all over the place, but they are also licensed games. And the license has been in, uh, it's been a problem, especially with Konami for, for a long time now. So seeing them not only get the old games back, but multiple versions and we're getting behind the scenes stuff and like the Japanese versions of things and like never before seen other stuff like a compilation is it's got to be so much more than just the games itself. I'm sorry to say the preservation matters and learning about these games is is a big deal. And I, I still think Sonic Jam was the first of the compilations for me in my life to show me how important it is not only these games themselves but how you present them and if origins is being as quiet as it is then they had better goddamn be ready to bring out something truly interesting like they have to continue the lineage not only of the games they're presenting but of sonic compilations because compilations for all of our generations of fan fandom here really matter to us I'm strictly only going to base my expectations based on what Sega have said. And all they've said for now is that, you know, it's going to be Sonic 1, 2, 3 CD. So I'm just like, okay, that's that's all I ask. <laughs> that's fair. Understandable. For now. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get the frustration that was like, mm, could we be more ambitious, though? I hope that's why I they're quiet. Is- I hope that's why they're quiet. I, I think that the problem for me is just that it's just like it doesn't even require ambition. You literally have the Christian Whitehead ports. Just give us those. God damn yeah, it. Just put it in there. Shill out a little money for the Sonic 3 Air team and bundle in some other games as well. And yeah. then, <laughs> that should not take a fucking year to develop. That should yeah, just yeah. be literally a done deal. If they just Make give a us menu. the concept art of Mecha Sonic, I'll be fine. 
art book doesn't have it. Encyclopedia doesn't have it. Give me that yeah. fucking art. I want to know what the details of that robot are supposed to look like. You want to know what I actually think is happening? Mm. I get the feeling that Sega might have bitten off more than they can chew in that. And that sounds ridiculous, but like I get the feeling they've announced that Sonic 3 and Knuckles is going to be part of it and they've they've got the music thing figured out, but then like they've maybe been too hasty on it and maybe now they're like, oh, fuck. We can't actually do the music, so now what? Oh, that might be the case too. Honestly, it, it, really it could be. It could be a very messy situation that they're just not privy to telling us about. But I mean, it's it's very clear. We've had this conversation a hundred times that the showcase, and we even said that I even said this in the DMs yesterday, that the showcase was there to kind of just shut up fans who just would not shut up about a drought, and. I mean, everything we saw, it was clear they just were not ready to show us anything. But it's the anniversary. We got to do something. Here you go. Chew on this the for thing a while. Is, the reasoning they've always made is, oh, it's for quality's sake. But after, they, they were saying that before Sonic Colors Ultimate released. And now I have some trust issues. Well, I think that's also, I think the reaction to Colors Unleashed is, Colors, Jesus. Um... I wish. <laughs> Sonic Colors Ultimate Game of the Year Edition. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, it is. <laughs> uh, but I think that reaction, because yeah, that game was clearly put out to just be a, a stopgap till the next thing, but I think the reaction to that was very telling that they, they can't keep getting away with, with shit like that. So... I'm still saying it. I don't think any gameplay is even ready for Frontiers. <laughs> My, I think there's a reason why we're not seeing anything this my late in the game. More concern, my bigger concern for Frontiers right now is that they show us all these vistas and landscapes or anything, and the landscapes do not tell me anything about the gameplay. I do not know how you interact with that world. Yeah, I wish it looked more like a playground. Like, in terms of its structure, I don't want it to actually look like a playground. Well, to me, the, the big, open, sprawling fields just tell me, like, these are a lot of spots for combat or just maybe basic exploration. I'm not seeing anything in terms of platforming. It has been said that there will be new combat elements. So yeah, we're hog 2022. Whoop! God damn it. Then we should make a Knuckles game. But anyway, uh, I, I got on long enough. I apologize guys. If you want to keep on going with our super chats. Cyrus. Oh, uh, what no Wayne is that? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyrus. Fuck Wayne. Cyrus. Oh. <laughs> All right. No, go on, Wayne. Oh. Go on, Wallace. Yeah, Jamal Simmons, our pal Jamal. Uh, five dollars. Uh, Nick Milk and Cyrus Milk. Milk bro forever. <laughs> Smiley face. Vulcan hand gesture. <laughs> I like Milk bro. I feel like Milk Bros is like our fan name. The name we give to our fans is Milk Bros. That like, what's up, Milk Bros? Milk Bros. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> Milk Bros. So I'm up with Aiden F. $10, got milk. It does the body good. Goes great with my coffee. My milk, even straight, it's smooth and creamy. Nick. Oh, fucking hell. Oh. Pick up a gallon today. I like Friday. that. He, I love that he says, like, he has to emphasize that milk is not milk. They are two separate things. <laughs> Nick, you've got the flash. Nick, we have to develop fight milk. We do. Oh, oh God. We got to do that. We, we have milk? to do. Pop, I'm telling you, dude, you have to watch Sunny with us. You are going to fucking love it. We have okay, to watch man. it. Well, fucking show me it already for fuck's sake. We, I, I, I do have Hulu. We can, uh, we can talk after the show if you guys want to hang out. Cause it's, uh, yeah, the 100%. Yeah. It's anyway, school night. 
yeah, let's uh let's keep going though. Um I think it's Grant Allen next, if I'm remembering. The Flash. Right. Yes, the Flash. Grant Allen with a Buck Because 99. Grant Gustin, Barry Allen. Yeah, go on. Just read the fucking thing, all right? Money. Take. We do. Thank. Yeah. We, we did. Appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> the next one we have is from Brian Sanchez. Thank you for the $4.99. You guys should talk about Crush 40 and its impact on Sonic. Would love to hear your takes and maybe a top 10 songs, especially <laughs> from Nick and Wade. <laughs> Wade. <laughs> that is what I'm calling him from now on. <laughs> Fuck Wallace, I got a new one. <laughs> I was just weighing the pros and cons of disconnecting from the group call as a joke. <laughs> oh, don't Wade worry about it, Wade. Um, I'm not going to answer to that. Please, uh, Wade, patiently. Boaten. Boaten. I'm assuming during Boaten. Hey, I would like to do so, like you know, let's, let's, we, we got to at least, I, we got to address this real quick here. Um, I wouldn't mind doing stuff like that. Down the road, there was a time in my life where I've been a would have been far more dismissive of Crush Forty, but yeah, spending a little bit more time with the early 3D games and just how hard that band goes for a fucking hedgehog, yeah, they're incredibly important to the overall tone of the franchise, and I think they do deserve a conversation at some point. From I August. was over the moon also to hear that Jensen O is uh the lead composer or at least one of the lead composers on sonic frontiers but yeah. i think they're also going to have otani and t lopes in the fray as well i really hope t lopes is in there otani i can uh well t lopes uh, and otani composed the music that was in the last trailer together so i think they're going to do another team sonic racing situation where they have like the trio i just yeah i mean i just assume like they as many times as we talk about like how obvious it is that they should just keep uh, making the 2D games and let them be their own thing, like that's just a safe bet there. Uh, I think they, for some reason, they just understand the safest bet that they have and they've nailed and made an art form out of is the music. I yeah. think they fuck up when they have Otami just go a little bit too nut nuts with his fucking raves. But I mean, yeah, T Lopes, they keep around. June, they they better not get rid of him. But um. June is my favorite still. Like he's the definitive sound of modern Sonic. T Lobes, classic Sonic. Otani, right? So, Otani. Buddy. Oh, hang on, hang uh, on. Uh, Awfully coffee pot or hot coffee pot says T Lobes confirmed he is not in the game. Oh, for fuck's sake! Why are you in the trailer then? Get out of here, man. He is in Shredder's you. Revenge, and if he gets to mess with any of the classic Turtles arcade music, I will cry on stream. I will have. I can't believe he gets to touch all my favorite game music. It makes me so happy. So, anyways, um, like what I was saying is, yeah, Otani. I like him when he's being jazzy and worldly. Not so fond of when he's trying to turn my TV into a rave. Yeah. <laughs> I would ride like I, the, the the fucking Otani synth wave. Okay, I get it. I appreciate that he likes his synths and he's enjoying the experimentation. But if I had one more fucking buzzsaw in a Sonic game, I would not be impressed. Yeah. So, Cyrus, I think it's your turn. No, it's my turn. Oh, well, yeah. whatever. Go on, right. Wade. <laughs> uh, so, I... Boaten with $2. I technically motorboat every time I get in my car. So, oh. Boaten is referring to when I said that Cyrus was motorboating his own body pillow. 
Yeah. You have memory problems while Wade. This has been established. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to give you a little kiss on the forehead and make you feel better. Oh my god, read the nice super chat. So, way past cool kid sends in $4.99, says, we should bring back the Sega Sonic Arcade gameplay style back. I Did I read that? Yeah, I did. Lol, for real though, I really want a 2D Sonic fighting game a la SmackDown or Arena Fighter. Thoughts? I'm not a big fan Arena of 2D Fighter? Fighters to begin, begin so with. So, Sonic the Fighters again? Which we need to play together because it has got online multiplayer <laughs> of all the Sonic games. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, yeah, I know there's a large part of the fandom that does love fighting games, does love Sonic, and would like to see that explored a little bit further. And they, they've not done a bad job anytime they have explored that genre, be it as a guest fighter with Smash or the very, very ambitious Sonic battle, or, you know, just a reskin of Virtual Fighter 2 with uh, Sonic the Fighters. Be a fun conversation. They should do the... Um... The Peter Griffin beat em up levels from Family Guy Too Hot for TV, but with Sonic instead of Peter. Or maybe put Peter in the Sonic games, I don't know. But like a Sonic and Family Guy crossover would go down well for me. Anyway, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so Zerbum sent us uh chocolate hot Fudge. Fudge there. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't make that connection. Hot f- f- fudge. Uh fifty of those, thank you. Hi. Had kind of a rough day today, but listen to you guys always, uh, I'm going to assume, put a smile on my face. Thanks a lot. P.S. This is my first ever super chat. Glad it's been you guys. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening to us, and I hope our goofy ass has helped you out in whatever little way we can. We're here for you guys. We love talking about Sonic. We love spending time with each other. And at the end of the day, regardless of how many times we argue or debate or disagree or anything, it is ultimately... Because we all love the same thing, and we love spending he says time with that you guys. All, he says that, but we really just argue because he's a pedantic fuck. <laughs> Damn it! Wait, you're talking about me or Nick? Because that could, that that explains both of us. Explains all of us. Let's be real. Whoever the shoe fits. Um, but um, yeah, um, Zerbim, like I'm honored that I'm part of the troop, troop, the group that has your first ever super chat, man. Thank you. I feel like we've been knighted. Who's next? That'd be me. That'd be you. The next, the next one is from Jamal. I'm not doing uh, the whole uh, thing. Up. No, no, come on. No, nope. you you got to earn that super chat there, buddy. Nope. Work it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks, for the Jamal. The mall. Said also, Nick, Ian, and Kyle on the Bumblecast love B Theory on his channel. What's your opinion on that? I'm dubious because when I saw it, it looked like you didn't know what B Theory was, which is fair. You left <laughs> the most nervous, apologetic comment on that. I, I went to the podcast and I saw that you wrote on there just be like, it's a, it's a thing. This is what happened. Like no, very you, sorry, you read that fan, you... very sorry. The fan base went over here. I'm very sorry. I no 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 no. You've read that wrong, my friend. I'm you had a nervous smiley was... face on it. That did not, ha- or did it? Hang on, let me check. I gotta check he... which version of have... me was commenting. I what? So Jamal uh, sent a super chat over to uh, Ian Flynn. 
uh, and Kyle over the bubble cast. And um, I think somebody else explained what B theory was when they read it. Like, what's what's B theory? So yeah, initially he thought it was like about like the bees being required to pollinate, and um, he's got his education going there. Um, and then he basically said he's heard a lot of crazy Sonic fan theories. He's never heard B theory before. However, <laughs> he, he didn't. He didn't say whether it was good or bad, which is fair enough. And I responded. I said, okay, so B-Theory wasn't even a joke. It was on an episode of Sunset City, we were discussing the potential origins of the Chaos Emeralds, so I pondered the history of the rings. I figured he's an eco-warrior, and the rings always lead him to where he needs to go. So what if they were laid out by a part of the ecosystem to guide him? I figured magic bees, realistic, not like Charmy, could create rings by flying in loops that provide Sonic with energy to lead the way. This theory was met with laughter and kind of became a mini-meme among fans of our show. I forgot to mention, though, that I was completely serious about it. <laughs> I, I I didn't like that uh, some of the... I don't know if it was Jamal or, or whoever was talking. I have not heard the conversation itself. I have not listened to that episode yet. Um, and this is no offense to Pup. This is more like credit where credit is due. But like I did notice association like like I had come up with them. Like, well, no, like like Pup did. Like, don't, I, I can't take credit for things that weren't my idea. Like, just, if you're going to be sharing, you know, our, our silliness to the, the rest of the world, like, at least tell them, like, hey, you know, like, this is Pup's idea. Don't, don't try and credit me with it. That's, I didn't do that. That's not, again, this is not me trying to be, like, try to distance myself from it. It is trying to give Pup, you know, proper credentials. I never would have assumed otherwise. Thank you, man. No um so I haven't even know that you're ashamed of your friends. Oh yeah, this now we know. <laughs> 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 fucking Wade. Fucking Wade. Uh, no, he, oh, listen here, you fucking... See, Shunin boys, he gets it. He's understanding what I'm saying. He's picking up what I'm putting down. Wayne, Wayne, go ahead and read the next one. Okay. Hi, um... <laughs> this is a Sorry, God damn it. Um, Mr. Krabs, with $5 or $4.99 to Do be the exact. Voice. Do the uh, voice. I can't do the voice. You're Sally a really good voice actor. <sighs> Sally Acorn, Nick at 12 a.m. <laughs> it's time for your annual milk extraction. Milking. <laughs> Nick. Yes, dear. Wait, why did you do Sully so as Mr. Krabs? <laughs> why <laughs> not? This is canon. So what the fuck? <laughs> All right, let's break this down real quick. Question me. So it's 12 a.m., but it's time for my annual milk extraction? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Your, your, the only response you have here is yes, dear. Okay. That is a question. Okay. Anything. Oh, God. That is literally a fucking gold mine. So why wouldn't that be like a daily extraction if the time is so important? <laughs> That joke is literally a fucking joke. It has to be 12 a.m. on the beginning of every new year, else the crop harvest will not Shut commence. up. Shut up. Just leave it be, okay? It was good. It was... What's next? <laughs> oh, know. yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got Devo <laughs> with 999. <laughs> Devin is Devin. I'm back. Devin McCann. I'm going to call him Devo, all right? I don't fucking care. I'm back. I finally recovered from Nick stealing my credit card info and draining all my accounts <laughs> under the guise of Super Chats. Oh, you doing it again. <laughs> Can I say I'm... God. It's just a real dirty boy. I don't know. Our NFT winner is next. <laughs> Lederick with $50. 
I've had Hey Ya by Outcast stuck on repeat in my head for like a week. Someone please help. Sure, I'll help. All right, 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 all right. Okay, now, ladies. What is cooler than being cool? Ice cold. I said, what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. All right, all right, all right, all right. second take today. I am on the fucking edge. He doesn't like Give me some sugar. I am your neighbor. If you. Something so right Wayne is head. edging. Got hey, it. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. You know my spoken word returning from the okay. midnight city. <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the next one. This is <laughs> fucking hell. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake like it. Yakuzu, Shake ninety-four. It. Thank you for the ten dollars super chat. Like a Polaroid I- picture. I swear to God, pup, I will find you. <laughs> I will find you. Just, yeah, Jeez, read. just being honest. Yeah, thank you for finding me. I've been missing for 10 years. Thank you. <laughs> Return I me to like my family. I feel I can't do that. They wanted you gone. Um, Ouch. I'm kidding. Just read it. No, just read. I don't care, right? Grains of truth. Just read. Said, I feel like one of the pitfalls the series fell into was trying to force literally every single character into a single game in a playable role. By 06, we were at nine playable characters. I think I mean, it's more execution than the characters themselves. By, by Heroes, we had 12 playable characters, but that's not... I'd still it, say it boils it, it, down it, it, to one playable character with a confusing inventory of moves. And that is why the execution is what matters here. Technically, you have 12 playable characters. They all play the same. Yep. It's a cardboard box with wheels. <laughs> all right, Wade, you're up. I don't know who that is. Sorry, Wallace. I know it's on. nearly three hours, so don't we're going to do that this. Is. my fucking name. It is two hours, 45. Wayne, whatever he calls you, just fucking read it. Yeah, come on, Dennis, read it. Read it! I'm not the one spending three hours on every super chat. Thank you very little. All right. (laughs) That was so cute. Why is he so fucking cute? Fuck are we? I don't even know where we are. Every time I I add in a new super chat, it it re-scrolls it, so I don't know where we are. Okay, it's from Faded Shadow, $5. Wait, it's beneath where Game Apologist typed something. Oh, and right, you said, oh, right, yeah. oh, right, oh, right, oh, right, oh, right, oh, right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I, have, I, I have to leave soon. I'm gonna fucking scream. Faded Shadow, 11, $5. Perfect 3D game is mixing boost with adventure, uh, but have with both. the other <laughs> game. Bo- both have, both it, have with the other it needs. It makes sense. There's nothing I understand wrong what... with that word, Wayne. Yeah. I, I think I think I had a stroke both. in the middle of reading that. <laughs> Christ, Wayne! I, we've, been, we've been alive. We've been alive for too long. Let's okay, so Ryan Sanchez. Ryan Sanchez sends four dollars ninety nine. Says boost is great for the spectacle and speed running. I still prefer adventuring classic because of its momentum based physics, exploration, and open levels. A fully respectable viewpoint as long as it's three D. You're good. I'm joking. Just fucking enjoy what you enjoy, for God's sake. And then we've got a load of Cirrus's video recommendations, including the National Anthem of oh the USSR. Oh my God, we have so many. Holy cow, guys. Thank you. Jesus. I didn't realize we had so many left. 
Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, it's like Christmas when someone brings out yeah. another <laughs> sack of presents. Yep, I appreciate it, but uh, we are gonna have to get a little bit speedier with this. Mister Krabs, four ninety nine. Anytime Wayne breathes or is silent, pup Wallace. or wade (laughs) (laughs) or dennis because that's his real name dennis mcbuffy (laughs) oh he just left he just left i think think he's not happy to be doxing him (laughs) all right we're gonna have the next one is from zerb uh uh thank you very much for the 50 chocolate hot fudges um, as someone who only saw Sonic Underground and Sonic X, the movie, and reading the IDW comic, and only ever finished Sonic Forces, what Sonic game will you recommend me? By the way, love you guys. Take my money. When I think each of us could probably throw one recommendation out there. Sonic 2. Start with Sonic 2. Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic Generations. Uh. Uh. Sonic 2. Sonic 2. <laughs> you could have said adventure and you would have had something different to the rest of us. For fuck's sake, Dennis! All right, anyways. Um, Wayne for that Zinko. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, with the five uh, pounds. Uh, the boss baby. The boss baby. What? Uh, back in the crib, coming May 19th on Netflix. <laughs> Read it. Come oh, on. Is that a series? Okay. Yeah, uh, Boss Baby movie. is framed for embe- Boss Baby is framed for embezzlement based off the movie Oscar nominated The Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's either The Boss Baby or Venom Feet with this fucker. I fucking love Adzinko. <laughs> he's a he's a funny fuck. Um, oh god. Next up, we got Mr. SP with ten dollars. I always thought Classic Sonic Enforces was one of the worst playstyles, and that was before I played Generations. I saw how much better it could have been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't consider that a playstyle. I consider it a variant of the Classic Sonic playstyle. It's just a shitty one at that. One that ruins it. Yeah. It's, uh... Nick's got Devin. Nick, yep, Nick Devin McCann. Devo. Clone Noah and then TMNT. With this being the year of Nick, is Sally Acorn coming to IDW? Mm. Yes. No, she's they are releasing. She's not, she's not the official I, Sega Sally Acorn Fleshlight. Let, let's not give him too much validation. Klonoa is clearly for me. Whose birthday is it coming out on? Exactly. Shut up. Um. Uh, happy birthday, Wade! Okay. But there might be a there uh, might be a statue. I don't know the fan, the the fans are there. I think she'll come back. I don't think it'll be anytime soon, and I certainly don't think IDW, um, which is fine. It's it's fine on its own. They just need to do better with their their world building. They're getting a little slow with it. Um, yeah, I think it's your turn. Next one we have is from. Next one we have is from Boten. I took the dream out and completely forgot the joke that I had to go with doing that. Did you abandon your dreams? Is that what happened? Did you cast your dreams aside? Anyway. (laughs) That's fine. I don't need validation. All right, all right, all right. right. (laughs) Would you stop, man? You're going to get us copyright struck. 
just get on with it <laughs> no no because covers cover even if you cover like a song it still can get like third party monetized by the people so like yeah nick what he's doing could cla- classify as a cover of the song i'm just being honest anyways wayne wait <laughs> you're gonna get anyway. us monetized man <laughs> damn it um oh good luck okay. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh, are we on the Otis Small one? Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, with $5. Oh, God, it's been a very long time. I, I feel like I don't want to attempt the Spanish just because it. it uh, just, no. Be, Do it. Come on. No. Dude, I, I almost, no. like, I almost died trying to read small. English earlier. I don't know if $5. this is a good idea. Let's okay. be uh, well, it, says, it says, hello, Sunset City. You guys can't hear it right now. I'm having it play automatically. Sweet boy, which I guess... It says, it's your boy. Oh, where's this soy to boy? I thought they were saying soy boy, which meant no, they were referring to it's you, your boy. You, boy. It's you fucking soy it, boy. It's, it's loosely it's your boy in Spanish. Um, Monster Hunter Rise is going free to play next week if you want to take a break from the Fortnite grind. Is it really? We, I own Ooh. it already, so. I, no, I wait, don't own it anymore. Steam. I had to sell it. And Steam is what they're talking about. Oh, oh okay. Wait, so how come we can't try Wait, Rise Spanish? is on Steam? Yeah, Rise is on Steam. I've been playing it on PC for hundreds of hours. Yeah, they uh, they added it to Steam recently. Or I guess not much recently. prettier then, right? I mean, I it's, 60, it's 60 frames. Fair. The actual graphics are about the same, but it's 60 frames. But yeah, I think we're all caught up with everything. Guys, we've been going for nearly three hours. It was, was a big, chunky conversation today. Yep. You could have spent that three hours watching The Batman again. <laughs> and yeah. frankly i regret not doing that that's fair <laughs> but if anybody wanted to talk a little bit more about batman they could probably go check out your channel don't you think so pup yeah i'm actually working on a ranking of every riddler outfit from the live action stuff and what i find so funny is looking at jim carrey in his neon green unitard and his bright orange hair and then looking at the paul dano version in his military combats and stuff and just thinking fuck these are the same character, aren't they? Yep. What a world we live in. This is amazing. The fucking balls on both of these fucking directors is insane. It's fucking awesome. All right. And Cirrus, uh, what's the status with the stream right now for you? Soon as my internet is functioning correctly again, and I know that it's not just going to implode again, uh, then Subathon's going to be continuing with seven and a half hours on the timer. Uh, but right now, I don't. I have no way of knowing if it's going to function today or even just implode again when it starts functioning. All right. Well, so. guys, if you want to give any support to the Ukraine, you can do that with Suris, who is uh, setting up a, a donation fund. It has been doing it, but since his internet's down, it's been a little bit messy. But if you want to be supportive, both of his uh, continuing subathon and for you know everything going on in the world. Uh, definitely go check out Nexus. We've raised fourteen hundred dollars for Ukraine so far before the stream exploded. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, Badass, nice. man. All right, Wayne, you got something coming out pretty soon. Uh, I do. As soon as this stream is over, I'm gonna try to finish up editing my Sonic Two review. It's gonna be going up for. Uh, I'm hoping at about five p.m. 
Eastern. Uh, it's going to go up for Patreon supporters two days early, and then on Sunday it will go live for everybody. And I'll finally get this Sonic 2 video out. I'm I'm looking forward to, to having this done. Nice. Um, I just released my final batch of IDW speed reading. Uh, that came out yesterday for everybody. Uh, my Patreon supporters already know that my scripts have already been edited and recorded for our first two episodes of Mecha March Madness for this year. So expect the final ones to be coming out this next week. And uh, Pup and I are going to be working on another one after that. So uh, we'll be working on that this weekend. It's going to be exciting. Wait, what are we doing? The, the, one, the one project we were talking about. I didn't agree to any project. What are you fucking talking about? So anyway, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us here at Sunset City. You can follow us every week, Friday morning, my time Pacific, in the afternoon, or I guess near late evening, if you're in the UK. And <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you can follow us all on our different channels. We're all content creators on our own. So yeah. Feel free to support that, support the show, whatever you want. And if you want to follow us later on any audio thing, we have been staying on top of that. So expect this to show up on your favorite podcast service in just a little while. But outside of that, I think uh, it's time to set the sun on this conversation. I wonder if Tangle could choke me out with her tail.